Hello and welcome to episode 137 of the Talk Nintendo podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Casey Gibson, and joining me tonight, my friend, the Cornhusker himself, Mr. Perry Burkham. What is up, Casey? Not too much, my friend. How are you? Dude, I'm doing fantastic. Just fantastic. Had a great day. Coming back. We're recording early. I like it. I like mm. it. It's a, it's a very springy. It's kind of cold, chilly, but 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 raining. I mean, it's not like freezing, but it's it's just a very springy, early spring day, and I, I like that. I'm jealous. You know? It's like eighty. Let's say eighty-two degrees right now. Ooh. Dude, that sounds good too, though. Oh, I won't. I miss the cold. I know, but you know, it's so funny. It's like going from the cold to the. And I love how documented on this show it is. Like we t- <laughs> like going from the cold to the. Like with me, it's like it's going to it's from no pants to pajama pants, you know, and mm. I'm still in the pajama pants. But I, we've had a few days where I've gone to the just short like gym shorts. And yeah. those are great, too, man. Uh, I'm Dude, gym shorting it right a now. Hot, a hot day, but like inside and, you know, if it's relatively not super hot, but you have like a nice big, huge thing full of iced coffee or iced tea. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Yeah, I need to. I need to get get on that ice coffee fan? flow. Yeah, right. Dude, right right now we got the fan, AC man. going. I'm pretty sure we have the AC going. Um, yeah, I'm looking at like the 10 day forecast. There's one day that dips into the 70s. Otherwise, they're all 80s plus. <laughs> Meanwhile, wow. I'm like, I just want the snow. Dang it! <laughs> I know. Hey, we it snowed the other day. It snowed last. It snowed a few days ago. Yeah, I in saw. The, no, it was Sunday morning. It was Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah, I saw in Chicago too. So it was probably the a similar or the same storm. Yeah, crazy, right? I mean, it it, it wasn't a lot, but yeah, but it's still uh, it's still sort of cool. It's almost May. Meanwhile, I'm like sweat my cones off down Wait, here. Wait, is it May when this show posts? Yes. All right. Well, happy uh, t- May we're day. We're recording this on the very last day of May. Are we? Or April? I should say. I see. I see. And this is episode one hundred and thirty-seven. Seven, <laughs> amazing. We've we've we made it this far. Can you believe, dude? Can you believe it's been thirty-seven episodes since our hundredth episode with Johnny Metz? Seems like, uh, dude. That seems like last ago. month. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't, time flies, man. I feel it's like it's one we of just those ha- like it's one of the like the the famous you know oh it it feels like yesterday but at the same time feels like eight mm-hmm. years ago you know. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, we're going to be talking 150 soon, you know? I know. Crazy. I know, dude. 13 episodes. It's, it's insane. We'll need to do something fun for 150. What? We'll do something. Trying, yeah. Maybe, well, let's maybe see. a video. We'll do a video right? podcast. Because uh, I'm trying to think. 138, 47, 48, 49, 50. All right. It will be July 30th. All right. <laughs> Five months from now. No, I, I can add. Three months from now. Yeah. Um, the thirtieth, boom. There you go. You'll just have to fly out to to Charleston. All right. We'll drive and meet in the middle, and we'll record in like a shanty hotel room. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably be that sounds good. Room. Yeah, it'd be amazing, probably. Um, but yeah. So cool. We've got a doozy of an episode here. Um, yeah, we do. I, I can, believe we have a bunch of crap to talk about. Yeah. And then the new Ooh. eShop roundup, and then a great news block. Yeah. I, I could officially say a hearty, a hearty yeah, news baby. block. The hearty yeah, news block is back, baby. It's been a while. Yep, but followed we are back. by 
Some good old listener mail. We we asked for listener mail and our loyal fans and listeners. I wouldn't I don't want to say fans. I, our loyal listeners. Uh, fans, I don't know. Yeah, I, I know, know it's sort of weird fanatic. to say. I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah. But uh our listeners, they they provided, so we have some good stuff to talk about. Our friends, Perry. Our our, our big our Jimmy. They are our friends too. I mean, for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um all right. Well, let's get started right with some quick bites. Quick bites. Alrighty, I've got a little quick bite, which I have a feeling we're going to switch up our order. We have the show notes because we could sort of roll my quick bite into your first game. Um, well, I, I've, well, I figured that we could, you know, yeah, like we wouldn't have to have you talk, me talk, and then you take a bunch of games. So we'd probably just leave it. You know what I mean? Like switching off and on. Yeah. On. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I've been playing a little. And and by a little, I, I truly mean a little Mario yeah. and Zelda <laughs> VR experiences. Um, I and actually, reviewing one of them, right? Yeah, we I, I did the review for the Mario experience, and um, I played literally like three minutes of the Zelda experience, um, and that's all I needed to play. But, well, let's talk about the Mario one first. Okay, so Mario is it is it's funny because I haven't played Odyssey in a while, so like when I fired it back up, it was just like. Hey, this costume's available. Hey, this costume's available. Hey, this yeah. co- and it was like <laughs> Halloween costume, right? <laughs> Christmas costume, um, and then finally you got to the VR. And what you do is you get in, and there are three islands, and it is the Cap, the Seaside, and the Lushan, um kingdoms that you could pop into. And there are three little mini challenges for each one, um, and you got to collect the old music note or the 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 Trouble Clef, right? I believe is uh, what it actually is. So someone called me out on the video. Um, and what you That's do right. is you grab what that. Loser. Yeah, what an idiot. Um, you grab that, and then all of a sudden, you know, in trademark uh, Mario fashion, it you get a whole bunch more pop up, and so, the little timer goes down, and you got to grab them before the timer goes up. Um, so, quick question: yeah. Is this you're controlling Mario like normal? I mean, like you you're fully controlling him? Yep. Yeah. So. Okay. So yeah, essentially, uh, you're like just a camera centrally positioned in the kingdom, and like you right. could look around in full 360. You know, like look all around, look straight down, up. Um, it's pretty cool. But yeah, like Mario, you're still controlling Mario like normal. So it's like you could look and you could look around, and then you control Mario from that vantage point. Um, and what you do is when you collect all those notes, then you get an instrument, and you bring that instrument to the corresponding musician on the island and you do that for each there's like i said there's three of them per island and uh there you go and now they're they're definitely um scaled down size like kingdoms you know it's not like you're exploring the full kingdom because right because then you'd have to move yeah you're you're literally positioned in one spot um now it doesn't really look that great as you can imagine like the resolution really isn't that good um it's cool. Like there's some, there's uh, definitely some cool like ver- verticality involved, where it's like, oh, Mario got launched into the air and he's sort of coming flying at like you, the camera, you know. Um, so there's definitely some cool moments, uh, but like I said, these the notes are like pretty much in plain sight. Uh, there's like one or two that were like quote unquote hidden, you know. Um, oh really? Yeah, like it, it's you could get through each kingdom in like five minutes. And then there is the optimal or uh, the optional like oh gather a hundred coins, 
which does sort of open up the door for a little bit more um, exploration of the island, you know, mm-hmm. uh, or the kingdoms, I should say. But again, it's like it doesn't add that much longevity to it, and like, I, you know, it is what it is. Um, it's and so, then, I mean, essentially, you're saying that. I mean, it's really like a, a much of as of an experience, like as minimal as possible, to be like proud of or like to like include like on a box or something yeah like i mean it's cool like no doubt like if you have yeah, for the sure. labo vr goggles already like there's no reason you shouldn't and if you have mario like which uh, i'm assuming if you have vr you probably have mario too but um like there's no reason not to go check it out you know like it is cool mm-hmm. to look around the island and um you know it, it's not like I said, it's not hard. It's not like the most creative thing in the world, but like nevertheless, it's cool to sort of see the island um, in like that 3D environment. Um, totally. But yeah, like by no means should you go be like, I want to play Mario Odyssey in VR. I need to go buy this Labo kit. Like, no, like absolutely don't do that. You know right, what I mean? But like, it's, I. But I mean, to be honest, I think it's not just that, but it's kind of like I was thinking about picking up the VR. Oh, I can play a portion of that too. That's that's one of the things that'll push me over the edge. I mean, to, just to try it. And I'm not saying that's a good it, thing. No. I just mean that actually is a thing. Like, like it's because the thing is like when I I got the VR and I'll talk about it. But that that concept is really intriguing. It's like oh, it's more things. Oh, you can play as Zelda. Even just hearing that. Oh, you can play a part of... I mean, it's more things you can try out with your new toy. So it's just kind of a cool thing. Yeah, and that's probably why they did it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you, you said, it is that... It's a tantalizing uh, idea, you know? You're like, oh, baby, like, let's do this. But right. essentially, it's not worth, like... It's not worth it. Like, uh, sure, if you're already interested and that's, like, the, the tipping point, like, I could understand. But, again, you're going to be... it, Like... I went through, I did all three kingdoms, got the hundred coins, and it took maybe it took me maybe a half hour. And like when you do beat it, you unlock like a concert. It's like, oh, a very special concert's going, you know. Um, and then you go mm-hmm. over there and it's, you know, it's Pauline singing Jump Superstar. And like there's a crowd full of people and they're all cheering. And again, like you're sort of stationed like in your one position and Mario can run around and jump on people. Um and you're like, oh, okay, cool, you know. Um, and then you can also watch the opening and closing cinematics, but not with head tra- like it's just like a theater mode. So oh, okay. it, so it's like you watch it through the headset, but it's you know what I mean. Like it's not like you're looking around. It's ju- you're just watching like a screen through the headset. Gotcha. But well, yeah, that's disappointing. So yeah, I mean, like I said, it's if you have the the VR goggles and. You have Mario, like, yeah, absolutely, I think it's worth checking out, you know, but, mm-hmm. like I said, by no means, like, should this be, like, a a reason to buy it, and even if this is, like, your tipping point, like, it's really not that much of a tipping point, you know what I mean, like, right, um, and then, as far as Zelda goes, I, I jumped in there for a minute, flipped on my VR mode, and, um, man, Whew, it is terrible. <laughs> I mean, like, I didn't play, like I, like I said, I played it for, like, five minutes. It's, so, like, there is no, like, head, like, tra- like, when you look to the left, right? So mm-hmm. you're looking through the goggles, and you look to the left, 
Now you're thinking sort of like Mario where it's like you're going to be stationary and you're just going to look to the left, right? Yeah. But instead it's like, no, the camera swings to the right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. so that like your view is looking to the left, but it, it it's like you're essentially the camera. So like if you're – am I making sense with that? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like, like, oh, I'm like, I want to look down, but like the camera flies up into the air, you know? <laughs> or like, oh, I want right. to look up, and it's like, oh, it like gets low behind Link, so you can see up, but it's like really disorienting. Like, whoa, like this is weird, you know? Um, yeah. And like, I don't know how anyone could ever play or would ever want to play like that, you know? Um, weird. Yeah, it, I mean. I don't know. I didn't like it. Like I said, I didn't really give it like too long of a play just because um you felt sick? Uh, no, I didn't feel sick. Like it's just like I'm like, it's just like this is weird. Why would anyone want to play like this, you know? <laughs> like it, it right. was essentially what it was. And it's like this doesn't really feel great and um yeah, like I'm I'm okay not playing this anymore, you know. Uh it would have been cooler, I guess, like if it was like Mario where like you sort of followed Link, and, like, you could still look around up and down, you know, and, like, oh, like, sure, you could be looking over to the left side, and Link won't necessarily be on the screen, but, like, you could still look over there, but no, it's just like, no, we're just gonna swing the camera to the other side. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Definitely, again, I would not say this is worth um, purchasing for that particular reason, you know? And, like I said, even... In fact, it's a reason to take it back. Yeah, I'd like to return this, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, overall, pretty lackluster, I'd say. Um, I, like I said, Mario is cool to check out if you have it, and Zelda, I just couldn't imagine anyone actually wanting to play that way. Mm. All right. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. Now, um, we can snap out of our appetizers, our quick bites, and let's go right into our, our main entree here, which is the new hotness that came out. Which is kind of a huge release for the Switch. Um, it's 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 one that released on all other p- major platforms at the same time, um, which is very rare, right? I mean, super rare. It's not from super. Is rare it a super rare game? <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy, and very stupid on Mortal Kombat's part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to only do five four thousand copies. Mortal um, Kombat. <laughs> yeah, but yes, it's Mortal Kombat. Uh, which is it? Eleven. Mortal Kombat. Eleven. I just think of the cheesy like '90s movie. Yep. And actually, like, to be honest, I really want to see it again. Like, yeah, I haven't seen yeah. it in so long. Like, I was thinking, like, man, it'd probably be sort of amazing to go back and watch it. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, Mortal Kombat, baby. Ooh-wee! Uh. <laughs> oh, it is so good, dude. I, okay, all right. So it's a fighting game. How can it be that good? Because the story mode, man, it's like the story mode is so good. Um, that's what I always love. Good in what sense? It, like it's amazing. Like the like, like funny. Like it's like funny, but also like over the pretty top. serious. And then like you've got like they just do story mode right, man. So like of course like I guess if we were looking at Smash, you know, it sort of has like the all right, like how, what are they gonna do with story mode? Like space uh, space. Um, 
emissary, subspace emissary, there it is, um, you know, was sort of like the, hey, we're going to be flashy, but the gameplay sort of sucks, you know? Um, right. Then it was like, hey, we're going to do World of Light, where it's like, the gameplay is good because it's Smash, you know, and like, and like the story was okay, but it like, it really but, wasn't yeah, no, a story, story, not story that good. per yeah. se, yeah, I guess, like, the idea, like, whatever it was, this, they like, they just make it work, you know, because I think the style of fighting, you know, it's a pretty traditional 2D I mean, side. Are you you're just fighting. You're not Yeah, no, it, it's it's like it's legitimate just else. fighting, but like okay. they've got like sweet cutscenes and like the story's interesting. Um so essentially um there is this uh the I I'm gonna be so bad with names here. Um there mm-hmm. is I'm I'm blanking on her name now. Essentially, she is like the uh, keeper of time, essentially, or like she can sort of manipulate how time works. So she's like um, Kronika. That's it. That's her name. And that she, makes sense. So she's like, we need to eliminate Raiden. You know what I mean? Like we need to get a timeline where Raiden is gone because you know, screw him. Uh, so she's like introduced like two time like timelines sort of melding together so essentially you're getting like young versions of the characters you know and then like older versions of the characters you know um so that's where like some of the comedic elements come into play right where it's like Mm -hmm. young johnny cage you know he's like a movie star and he's got like you know like think like like the um, 19s like 80s like oh he's got or 90s with the freaking like um i can't think of the word right now like those jackets oh my god i can't believe i'm blanking on this uh clothing yeah like super colorful um oh what is the material i can't believe i'm like you're just having a brain toot yeah hold on hold on like the windbreaker, I guess they yeah, like windbreaker jackets. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, okay, like sure, like yeah. all super colorful and stuff. You know, like yes. super over the top. And he's like, you know, he sees the older Johnny Cage, and he's like, yeah, man, like we gotta be like, like somewhat like a more important element of the story is going on. And you just see those two like walking in the back. He's like, come on, man, we gotta be in a movie together. Just think about it, you know, like you know, just stupid That's stuff, amazing. right? And like, and <laughs> during one of the portions, like. Johnny Cage, the older Cage, like smacks the glasses off the younger one, you know, like, and they're like, think like purple brimmed, like party glasses, you know, mm-hmm. and like all sure enough, you know, he's got another pair like ready to rock and roll in like two <laughs> seconds, like, um, that's funny, but yeah, it's cool because how it works is it's like there are chapters, right, and each chapter is sort of like a character, so it's like you start out with Cassie Cage, uh, which I thought was that's funny, you. yeah, it's me. Um, and then, like, you, you fight with her for the chapter, and then it passes on to the next chapter where it's a different character. Um, and then there are some chapters that have two characters, and then, like, when it's battle time, like, you choose which one. It's like, you know, you point to the left, point to the right to pick which character you want. Um, and it just works really well because it's like, all right, you got, like, over-the-top action and story going on and, and all this, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's like, oh, these two are going to fight now, and, like, seamlessly right into battle, and, and you fight, and then it goes into some more story stuff, and then it, it just works really nicely. It's fun. Yeah. Now, is the game hard? Um. Well, yeah, the good thing is you can change the difficulty. Um, oh, they put in a Casey mode? Yeah. So I did start off on normal, and I was getting <clears> my butt kicked, but it was also, like, like... This is definitely a game you're going to want to, like, look at the move sets and sort of get, mm-hmm. like, okay, 
I need to at least get a couple different combos down, you know? So it's not like I'm just, like, slamming the Spamming. same button down, you know? Uh, so I did change it to easy, uh, and, and, you know, you, you work your way through. But um, it's cool, like I said, the, the story, I don't know how many hours it was, you know? Not, like, two hours short, but not, like, you know, 15 hours. It's probably, like, I don't know, maybe six to eight hours, give or take. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like I said, it, like... The from beginning to end, I just I had a great time with the story. Um, you know, it is engaging. It was interesting, and it's good way to like play with a bunch of different fighters. You know what I mean? And maybe yeah. fighters you wouldn't have normally played with. Um, yeah. Which is so nice. How, that is cool. How how does the how how does the gameplay? What's the performance like on Switch? Oh, it runs great. Um, like, like because it has a it has a high frame rate. Just it's it's. A, they just scaled the graphics back a little bit, right? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, and honestly, like if you look Which at this awesome. side by side, like it's really not that like much worse. Um, like you could tell the lighting. I haven't seen any side by sides. Yeah. Uh, if you go to NWR, Jared did one actually. Um, Perfect. You, you you can. I feel like the most noticeable thing is the lighting effects, you know, and like obviously that's sure. going to definitely play an effect on how it looks. Um, it looks better on the other systems, no doubt, but it runs like super well you know like i never had any experiences um of it really being like really bad or laggy or anything um sure during story mode like there would be like a little like second like after a battle ended and when it was about to kick back into like story mode you know um like there was like a tiny little pause but like you know it didn't affect the gameplay and it was just like a, a half a second oh and then you're back into it Right. Um, I guess there is one stage, uh, Kronika's stage, actually. Uh, it sort of melds, like, when you're battling her, um, like, it changes different phases, you know, and stuff. So, like, that, again, it sort of had that, like, momentary pause, like, changing phases. But, again, it wasn't, like, in the middle of a battle, so it never affected the actual gameplay, you know? Um, okay. But yeah, it, it otherwise runs well. Um, there are a bunch of different modes. So that you've got your classic towers, which you you know is just like oh, I'm battling X amount of people in a row, and then at the end you unlock like the ending for that character. Um, then they have like these rotating ones, which have like different elements involved. Uh, so essentially, it'll be like oh, this this character's got like extra. Uh, I don't know, poison damage. So it's like when you get hit, you're going to get poisoned and stuff. So you can actually use different items to sort of counteract that. And uh, I think they're called challenge towers. And then, like, you unlock more rewards and stuff doing it that way. Um, And then there is something called the Crypt, which is uh, sort of the center of a lot of controversy with Mortal Kombat. Um, And it's sort of uh, grindy slash purchase to win kind of situation uh Uh, maybe not maybe not purchase to win but purchase to unlock a bunch of stuff um so essentially when you go uh, into the crypt it works like obviously this is sort of like a 2d fighter right when you get into the mm -hmm. crypt it's like third person over the shoulder you're running around um and you're unlocking like chests as you go and they cost coins and you you know earn a bunch of coins um throughout doing things and challenges and there's like daily challenges where it's like hey perform 10 uppercuts you know what i mean and you get like you you get a little reward kind of thing that's kind of fun um so you unlock these coins and then you can unlock the chests and they like then it further unlocks more stuff consumables for the towers 
Um, you can unlock like artwork and like you know from just development that's cool to look at. And uh, then there are like you can unlock the different fatalities and I believe even unlock characters through the crypt. Um, but what's annoying is like, so there are chests that you need to open with hearts and you get hearts by performing fatalities. And there's other ways because like I had a ton of hearts way more than way more than the number of fatalities I had performed. Um, Mm -hmm. and essentially you need like 200 and like, 60 or like it north of 250 hearts to unlock one chest right so like okay that means you need to face like you need to play 250 fights win 250 fights really actually you need to win them and then you need to perform fatalities for each one of those fights to unlock one chest so it's like wow yeah like people were really really angry um because it's like the the economy is just like really unbalanced like essentially sort of like oh hey don't want to fight 250 fights like why don't you buy some hearts you know <laughs> so amazing um i know it, now, it it was actually like a controversy before it even launched um and i believe they they've commented on saying like hey we're gonna like come yeah i was gonna and, say and, i don't know if you had the news yeah that they were gonna like revisit how that all I, i'm assuming they were gonna give a bunch of hearts away too with an update Okay, I guess that's one way to do it. Um, but yeah, yeah it's which is like a really funny way of balancing. It's like why don't you just instead lower the hearts requirement? You know, because it's of because course then we won't make millions of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> but we already bought the game. Um, oh, silly, silly case. But here's the thing: it's like I had enough to open one of those heart chests, and it's like I got the fatality for a guy I don't even use. You know, it's like ah, oh. <laughs> like. Gross. And it's like, sure, you know, I could go play that guy. It was Jax. He's pretty fun. Like, you play him in the campaign. But it's like, no, I wanted Raidens or, like, Scorpions or something, you know? Or Kung Lao, you know? Like, Come on, you know? But duh, of course. But, uh, I love Kung Pao. <laughs> Kung Pao Chicken. Um, But, yeah, it, so it's like, I mean, for me... The like the the main reason I bought Mortal Kombat is because like that story mode like I'll be honest man it's like I like I like my roommate when I was in college got Mortal Kombat ten and like we played through the story mode and I was like this is amazing you know so it, it was one of those like that's Wait, back in college was the last Mortal Kombat uh, I believe so I'm pretty Mortal unless it, was let's then? see unless if it, it was nine was it nine I don't know uh, let's see I don't know um, I'm pretty sure it was ten maybe there I don't know. I'm just going to say the naming conventions might be weird, but let's see. Yeah, uh, Mortal... No, yeah, it must have been... All right, it was just Mortal Kombat. <laughs> okay. And then there was Mortal Kombat Arcade Collection. I love it when uh, they do that. Then there was, uh, yeah, Mortal Kombat X, which I guess would be presumably 10. Yeah, and then XL. Yeah, so it was Mortal Kombat <laughs> just... Mortal Kombat 2011 was the one okay. I played in college. That was really fun. So that's why I was into it. Um, you know, if I was like super into it and I wanted to unlock all the characters and all the fatalities and everything, like I'm sure I'd be way more pissed off about how grindy and microtransaction-y everything is. Um, but being that that isn't really my main focal point, you know, like the mechanics yeah. are really fun and the story mode's awesome and like the actual fighting is great, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I could definitely see where people are pissed off about the 
the grindy crap that you need to do to unlock a lot of things, you know, so. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, but you like it. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, like I said, it's fun, you know, like, I, I, I'm definitely yeah, into you, it. Have you played it online? I've not played online yet. Um, okay. I should, yeah. I'll probably do that some point this weekend, and then I, we can get, like, an update for next uh, episode. But, yeah, I have not played online. Um, I've just been, like I said, story mode, and then I was diving into the different towers and sort of exploring what all those were all about. I was really excited because I was I was telling you before that I almost traded a controller, like this off-brand controller, and um, uh, another game for, for Mortal Kombat this weekend. And I was going to surprise you and be like, look what I got, and then let's play. But then it didn't happen. Boo. And now I'm just telling you now, so you can just feel bad. Yeah. I would have loved to perform a fatality on you. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty gruesome. It's uh, good fun, you know. It is definitely a uh, rated it's M good, game. good, hearty fun. Yeah, ripping people's faces off and stuff. It's the it's the, the definition of maturity. Yeah. Mortal Kombat. Mm. Yeah. The game that makes parents not understand what video games are because they see that game and they think that's what video games are. That is what video games are. That's exactly what I was just going to say. That's because <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, we fooled you. Now, speaking of what video games are, I don't know if you can classify this next one as a video game that I've been playing. I mean, I think there's an argument for that. <laughs> and that is I have been playing Labo VR. Yeah, so I I was like, you know what? I'm going to dang old do this. I bought it. I got to do it. So uh, we put together the, uh, the, you know, the first, the goggles, right? Um, part of it was I, I did want to try it out for like the new, the, the Mario. I wanted to try that out for sure. Um, I haven't done that yet. That's because I've been playing the other stuff. Uh, so, you know, you get the thing, you get the VR, you you got to make the goggles first because the goggles go into every single other one, right? Yeah, or, they are the most vital think, piece right? of the kit. There you go, yeah. And, like, really, you can only... You have to make the stuff before you unlock the games with it. So I did the goggles, and then I went straight to the elephant because you were talking about how awesome that is. Um, and I was just... It's just so wacky, right? It is and so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. And, like, the, the making of the stuff, it's just... Oh, it was kind of when I was I was having this great experience because I was going, this is where our Nintendo is. Like, this is what they've been doing. Like, that's what I feel like. Like, like when I look at the Switch now and I see and I go back, dude, if you just open your 3DS and go to the menus, like I open my thing and like Zelda's Lullaby is playing and like I have like all these icons and all these things that I won from the badge arcade and all these amazing virtual console games and it's just beautiful. And then, of course, the 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 activity counter thing you know the app and just everything that make it's amazing and then I look at the switch and it's like I, not that I don't like the switch's home screen I mean it's it's very clean very good looking but it's just like man compared to the 3ds I just want oh, themes so bad themes even the Wii U's the Wii U's uh, UI was was really cool and nice I liked it just, anyway but anyway so playing Lab I was like okay this is reminding me of you know like Nintendo. This reminds me a lot. There's actually a lot of things that remind me of like WarioWare, like just bizarre. Did you play that? One of the elephant games where like you're in, I feel like you're in, you're always in this like, like hurt, like cloudy horizon area, just like in the middle of like, and 
I forget which one it was. It was something really simple. But then at the end of it, just like you look over, <laughs> and there's just these like these like four random like statue things that just come up and like look at you like hey like, and they're just like Top they look the like morning. carnival, like carnival things, and they're just so random. And there's I mean this game is so wacky. I mean it has so much weirdness to it. Like the hippos, you know, like what the heck is up with the hippos? You know, like that. Like hungry, the feeding the hippos, hippos and stuff. Hippos. I think with the elephant one, you have like the vacuum one. I don't know if you try. Or you like you, you like vacuum. Up, um, or maybe that's the gun. I think that's the blaster. Anyway, so then I've made the elephant. A few days later, um, I played around with the elephant. That was a lot of fun. Um, there's not tons of stuff for the elephant though, right? I mean, there's only like that one main game where it's it's kind of like a Rube Goldberg machine. Um. And then, uh, right? That's that's what you're talking about last time. The, like, the, like the where, where, where you're, yeah, like where you're grabbing, mm-hmm. like you're trying to get the ball to roll down and find. And then there's like just a handful of little. There's a really cool there's the one. There's like a drawing one. Yeah, the drawing. Then there's the one that that's like a, it's like a, it's actually really neat. Um, it's kind of like a, like a Star Fox game, you know? Like you're holding a, a ship and you're shooting at stuff and dodging stuff, um, in space. Did you play that one? Uh, I don't think so. That was one of the yeah, like the plaza, the plaza ones, right? I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's I didn't thing. play that, all the plaza. Yeah. The organi- the organizing ones are kind of weird. Like the organization of it, it's really bizarre. Like it's not easy to get around as you as you'd wish, or for me, like just to under fully understand everything. But um, then I I moved on and I I just wanted to seeing like the the blaster. Um, have you made the blaster? No, not yet. Oh my goodness! I need dude. to this weekend. I mean, it's quite a long time of. I I was watching that '70s show uh, while I made it. Like, it, you know, it took, it took a while. Making VR. Yep, that's it. The same old thing. <laughs> Casey did um, last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, I found I actually like literally like did take a break in the middle of it and like when it like, when it prompted you then, to. Yep, I was like, okay, yeah. you know what? I will prompt. I will follow your directions. But then I got back on. It's amazing, dude. And I didn't realize like I don't. You think that it's just like okay, it makes sense, right? You have this blaster. It's obviously just a big cardboard thing that you have the Joy Cons in and you aim and shoot, right? I mean, it's like the obvious thing. But do you understand like what you do, like what? how the blaster works at all like the game no i mean do you know how the actual unit works oh no no dude it's crazy it, well it is it right yeah and it goes back and it hooks and then you and then you shoot and then it, you can feel it you can feel it boom like like a like you're always it's like you're cocking a shotgun and then you're 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 shooting it it's amazing yeah i mean um, even the like the camera has like the the little gear in there so when you are like zooming in and out it gives you that little like click and like a not like a big like recoil or anything obviously but like you could feel it you know um it's pretty yes, cool no, how they it, do that you can feel the thing in the middle that moves you can feel it hit your hand like it feels like you're really shooting it is so neat it is just and it's it's really fun constr- like like when you're done i will say like it's really neat. The Labo part is really fun. It's really like Legos, you know. It's kind of the same thing. Um, I was with this with this VR. I was kind of like way more excited to play the game than I was like to make it. 
I mean, it was fun. Like, it is fun, and there's there's little things that are as satisfying as breaking off that cardboard out of the out of the like oh that, punching that. it out of its. Oh thing. man, it is it is. Oh, I could do that all day. It's kind of like popping bubble wrap, you know. It's like it's just very satisfying. Um, but yeah, I mean, but I played the game, and I've played a little bit of it. The main, you know, blaster game. You're on rails, and and it's it's awesome. It is so cool. I mean, you're like it is a truly really special experience just completely different and that's what what hit me like how crazy is it the nintendo took their existing hardware and they could make a vr with it like just by adding cardboard like like you think of like playstation vr like that's like a whole nother system add-on you know like it literally costs like more than a playstation (laughs) um and it's just you know it's still really cool but the way that like the switch has capabilities to have a vr game already with the joy cons and the gyros and stuff pretty amazing oh like, yeah it's definitely cool like, but it is unbelievable definitely not in the same category as uh psvr though. i don't know <laughs> i i can't how do you know that i mean like i mean i guess because because they're like full-fledged games i think you're assuming that i get no that's true that's true but the experience i'm telling you right now is that i've played on a vive on a on the top on high res pc top of the thing you know top of the morning and and there is barely a difference seriously i mean there is not a huge difference between this vr and i mean it's just way not that i can remember well i was gonna say it's just better looking right and then obviously like a little it's a little better looking well then you must not have been playing a very good game then dude yes i was like there's no way you could play the stuff that came with it well, yeah, because well, I'm that's, talking dude, like but you haven't even. How can you tell me I can't compare it when I'm the one that's? I'm done just it and telling you, you, dude. There's no like. There's no way that I like, have done if it. If you're like, because I'm telling you, it's not of a big difference as you think. Is what I'm saying. But I'm sure that was more on the direction. Like, if it's a free tie or a free included game with the the hardware, like obviously it's not going to be like a crit like. I'm just saying there like there are definitely Dude, I games. Played, I played like, like ten games. Okay, I played like ten games. Like if on you it go across. to like uh, what uh, is it Forza? Or, or I'm trying to think um, which racing game. Like if you sat down and played like a racing game in VR, like there's no way you would like be able to say this is somewhat comparable to v- like or that Labo is somewhat comparable to that. Sure. You know? Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure, yeah. like, because uh, I'm trying to think of, like, what was one of the really popular VR games? It was, uh, like, Job Simulator, right? It's, like, clearly, like, if you look at that, that maybe could play on, like, a Labo VR, you know what I mean? Yeah, Because exactly. it's not, like, exactly. aiming to be and that. And that's really what I'm trying, yeah. that's what I'm trying to say, I guess. Like, I'm talking about for, like, indie stuff, for, for oh, low-key yeah, no, stuff. Like, it, I'm sure, like you said, it, yeah, it, like, I wouldn't be, well... I would be surprised if Job Simulator came to the Switch for for Labo VR, but like, yeah, something right. like that could totally because yeah, it's a little more blurry, yeah. you know. But they're not trying to yeah. be cutting edge. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. All right. I was just yeah, talking I mean, more like it, there are definitely games that push. Oh, yeah. the, the hardware, yeah. you know. No, 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 for sure. But I guess like, like my point being that I can't believe that on some stuff like it's comparable to some to. to a lot of the experiences that are out there and it's just a, a made out. I and mean, I know that cell phones have done this, but cell phones can't do 
like what the Joy Cons do. Yeah, they you don't know have the mean? gyros and stuff. So having yeah, so having that, it's just a really cool system. And man, was I impressed! I the only thing that I really can't stand about the whole thing is the, is that it. Does, I know you talked about this last time. The whole no head strap is bizarre on a lot of ways. Like. When I was playing with the elephant or just, you know, a lot of stuff, like my arms just got super tired. Oh, like, yeah. Like really yeah. fast. And that's annoying. Well, that was like. I was like, man, I just want to. So I did order a strap. With the camera, like I never ran into that because I feel like I wasn't playing it as long. But it was also right. more natural to be like, like put it like, oh, like still yeah. hold on no, to sure. it into my hands, you know, for a second. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, with the, the yeah. elephant, I definitely ran into that because. Um, I, I think it's. The games were yeah, longer. Right. But also like. Yeah, it's especially like when you're like you're extending and sort of going all over the place. But well, yeah, and then you're it also so holding cool it tracking up? though, <laughs> dude. It's amazing, man. It, it's like flawless. I mean, like the like the moving around like three sixty degrees. It's it's uh, amazing. Yeah, I know. I was like, I was so impressed. Well, that's like it. I was like, I didn't really know what to expect with the with the elephant, and I was just like, oh my god, like this is way better than I could have imagined. You know. Yes. Yeah, I know. And it really, it to me, it's like, okay, and where I was getting at this was like, if Nintendo would seriously just like make like a nice plastic shell, Labo, the Labo's fine too, but I'm just saying, if they wanted, if they wanted to release like a plastic shell VR thing with a head strap, and they could make some pretty freaking sweet games, like if they put their heads to it. I mean, the experiences that, I, that I've had in there are not the top-of-the-line stuff that you'd wish from Nintendo, that I would think that they would... Like, a lot of them are just like, that's it. Like, a lot of them are just like, seriously, like, 30 seconds long. Yeah, um, yeah. From what it, I've played. It's just, and it's like, it's cool. It's neat. But, like, there's no substance. You know, and not that... And the thing is, like, I know VR can be pretty, you know, uh, vomit-inducing. <laughs> but... Uh, so I get the idea of okay, there's no strap, so you don't have people playing it for all for thirty minutes at a time, and it's just safer for everyone, and the experiences can be short, so they don't get up. You know, I, I see how that all feeds into each other. You know, it's like they don't have long experiences because they have to hold it up. Mm-hmm. So that would be really annoying if you had to hold it up. But then if you if they are long experiences, then we have to create a head strap. And if we do that, then we have to go through all these other things, and and then then we're liable for that head strap to fall off while you're playing and break your switch. This way, I mean, there's just so many things that make sense why they did what they did. I almost but, feel like too, like what VR games are really like long experiences. Like, I, like I'm sure they're out there. Yeah. But like, I feel yeah. like every VR, like oh, like Batman VR experience. You know, like there's. Yeah, I feel like I've heard that's really cool too. But it's just short. It's right? an experience. You know, like I feel like that's which is awesome. I feel like that's what VR pretty much is. You know, it's like here's an experience that you play for a little bit, and like that's that. You know, and totally, like I, and then yeah. that's why for me, you know, I feel like racing games are like what VR is made for. You know what I mean? Because it's like. All yes, right. I'm so yeah. Because I'm gonna... sitting like, what are you doing in a car? You sit and you look around and you drive, you know. So it's like that's pretty much what like VR would be able to replicate that perfectly, you know. Yes. Especially like if, yes, if you get really into it, like oh, I got like I got a steering wheel and like a clutch, you know what I mean? Like you could, I feel like that's what like yeah. VR should be like or is optimal yeah. for, you know. But I tell you what. I tell you I'll what, tell you what? I would love to play Mario Kart 8, or Mario, is it 8? Mario Kart 8? 
Eight Deluxe, baby. Deluxe? I would love to play that in VR, dude. That would be so sick. It'd be amazing. Maybe it's coming. Seriously. I think so. I think that, I think I even heard maybe a rumor about that, but that, that, that sounds like, I don't know. I think that, I mean, it makes a lot of sense, right? Because to me, that's a, that's a game where you get in, you play a race that's three or five minutes, you know what I mean? And then you're done. I mean, it is that perfect length where you can play a Grand Prix and then, you know, kind of be done after 20 minutes. Um, so imagine they the just didn't that, take out the when you slam into another person though, <laughs> and you're just like, oh my god, I'm so dizzy. Oh, I know that's a thing. <laughs> it would have to be like specially yeah. crafted levels. I I feel like almost you're right. It couldn't just be from their from the player. It's like like you yeah. know like when they jump and do the backflips. Yeah. Like wow! it's just mapped to <laughs> it's just mapped to their head. So it's like everything's like going crazy. You know what would you work just, well yeah. is you could play. Um, uh, Ah, God, uh, Excite Bike level would work well. Yeah, just take out, like, the flips, like, when you do jumps mm-hmm. and stuff. And, like, you could definitely play that level pretty pretty straightforward, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, I just think I am I am very much impressed with Labo VR. Uh, I think it's really neat. I think it's something that everyone should try. Um, it's one of my favorite experiences on the Switch. It is completely different from anything on the Switch. That's what I love about it. It is completely different. I mean, it's like you are enveloped into a world. And yes, it's not amazing looking, but it's not crappy looking at all. I mean, it's 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 fine. You don't like don't go. Ugh, it's so gross. It's nothing like that. Everything looks. I mean, it's surprisingly good. And I like how it. I like how it looks like when friends get on. Oh yeah, just like and right you, in your face. And like, that box. Boop. That box comes up and it's like pixely and it like it looks cool. Like it's like it reminds me of like the 3ds or something. Yeah. I just I like that. Yeah, like I said, I feel like. Like, it's obvious they're not going for, like, the most high-def-looking, you know what I mean? So that's why I think with, with what they are offering, like, it is really cool, you know? Yeah, but I I would definitely be interested, and I definitely will be, in, in more of this. I, I Like, I would love for them to expand Labo VR, maybe come out with just, a, like, this would be prime for, like, something like DLC or just little little packs or something. I'm just saying, like, or like a whole Labo VR uh, two. Like, if they had another thing, I'd love it. Like, I really would. I think it would be awesome. Um, especially, you know, if they could somehow be. I just think it'll be easier. Like, once you have the goggles, you're good. You know. So, mm-hmm. and also other updates for old games. Like, it'd be cool, like to play like New Super Mario Bros. Deluxe, like in like a theater mode where you're like, you know, like you can like look to your left and to your right and see everything it just it'd be crazy so i want to watch a I mean, movie in the, my vr experience <laughs> yeah well i just mean like from the side like no, not necessarily no, yeah. yeah like off to the the side action. i love that idea though like imagine playing donkey kong country tropical freeze like in vr like from like like so you can like look to the left and the right and see like what's in front of you it'd be, just, it'd be crazy mm. i mean that's that's crazy i know that's never gonna happen but it a man can dream. <laughs> Come on, Nintendo, what are you doing? Now, speaking of dreaming, men, Casey, you've been playing a certain game by a certain um, uh, steampunk-infused uh, developer called Image Inform that came out this week or last the week. The best or? game, SteamWorld Heist. Oh, oh wait. Nope, I've been playing nope. SteamWorld Quest. Quest. Quest.
Yes, right. SteamWorld Quest uh, Image Informs latest, and it is... It's an RPG. It, yep, it's a, a new genre for them, and uh, they're sort of switching it up a little bit here. It's uh, it's actually funny. Well, it, kind of. Um, the game starts off as like a, like a little, you know, Steam robot, and they're... I, I forget if it's a grandpa or like or dad or whatever, reading them a story, and like, I want to hear a story. Like, oh, like, let me tell you another story about space pirates, you know? And then the little mm -hmm. kid's like, no, like, I want, you know, I want, like, I want a different story. So that's why now we're in the mythical world of uh, RPG goodness with magic and all that stuff and swords. And you, you get in there, and I will admit, I'm, it's still very early in the game. I've completed two chapters, uh, so these are, these are pretty early. But I feel like I can speak pretty well on how the game actually plays now. So... So this is an art. It's it's card based. Card based right? RPG. So you start out uh, with two characters, and one is sort of you know your warrior. One's sort of like a mage. Um, I guess she's an alchemist. You know, is like her story driven, um, you know, job. But like she plays like a mage. You know, she has spells and stuff. And uh, you are on your way to find a mushroom for the kingdom uh, or your uh, your. Town. What? Yeah, you need to find a mushroom. The mushroom kingdom. Yeah, the, yeah. boo! That's a cop. I know what's that's going on That's a copyright. Um, yep. Yeah, so that's you need to <laughs> you need to find a mushroom to like clear up something in the well back in town. You know, you're trying to help them help the town out. You know, and like your uh, your warrior is like she wants to be in um, the the guild. You know, but like they're not. You know, so this is sort of her like. Well, we're gonna go out and I'm gonna you know. Would have proved like I could be worthy, kind of thing. So you go out there, and it, this is sort of again. I can find this mushroom. I can find the shroom, um, and this sort of introduces you into the game, and uh, it's pretty linear, right? So it's like there's like a, a quote-unquote room or an area, and like you can explore it freely, like up and down. But like so far, they seem to be like, oh, that's a rectangle, and like there's a few things to interact with, and then you move on to the next screen, and then like that's another one. And, like, sh there are branching paths that sort of open up, but it's sort of like, oh, I went up north, and I fought an enemy, and then there was a chest, and then I go back down onto the, the path to sort of get on my way, you know? Mm -hmm. And the way battles work is, yes, it is card-based, so you have a deck of cards, um, and, you know, you they start out, you have eight cards per person, um, and you can get up to three people in your party at a time, so you can have, you know, 24 cards, and I, they cycle through, I guess, because some of the battles are long, and there are a couple different types of cards, so there's, uh, cards that generate steam power, or SP, um, and then there are cards that require the SP to use, um, and th those are generally, like, your, your big damage, or, you know, like, your heal, like, bigger healing, uh, items, or cards, I should say. So, mm -hmm. you know, you you go through and you pick your cards in your battle, and then the enemy picks their cards, and then it plays out, right? So, okay, I've got my three guys, and I did th just three three different attacks that are going to generate me some steam, um, and then, then the next turn I can sort of use those uh, steam points for some heavy hitters, right? Um, it does work where, like, if I play my steam generating card first... I can use then a a card that would need one steam afterwards, you know. So you don't need to wait to the next turn. Um, you can sort of line it up like, oh, I did two 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 cards that got me one steam each, and then I used like a a card that requires two, you know. 
mm-hmm. in one turn, which is nice. Um, I mean, it's kind of like heist. I mean, that kind of sounds like. Um, well, not really. Oh no, it's actually more like a, no, no, sorry, not heist. Like a code name Steam. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess sort of, but like you know, but like less action, you know, since you're moving around in in code word, right. uh, code name Steam. But the the way it works is, um, yeah. So you go through there and in the battle of people, and you win your battle, and then you move on. Um, and so far, it seems pretty linear, um, and. I've been so it's your favorite because you like well that's the thing like almost too linear uh talking to David uh who's played put a little more time into it seems like he's up to like chapter uh 10 or 11 and it seems like he's sort of saying it's pretty samey so far um and so it's you go through your quest right where each chapter is sort of like get from point a to point b um killing people along the way and then completing the the chapter and like the chapter ends with a boss um, and these bosses have a lot of life and they take a long time to kill. You know what I mean? So even just like random and they're not random encounters. Like they're very much like you run into so, like an enemy that's supposed to be in that area, you know, and you can get like, you know, if you hit him with the sword, you get like the preemptive attack kind of thing. And, uh, mm-hmm. even those battles take a little bit of time. Um, it, it's very slow paced. It feels like, you know, uh, maybe, uh, I did stream chapter two, which if you wanted to check it out on NWR TV, it is there. Oh, cool. Um, it seems like a good game to play when you're wa- like watching TV or something, you know what I mean? Uh, because it's just so far... So it's passive. Yeah, it's it's pretty, pretty slow paced. Now, you do get introduced to some cool things. So they have it where you can chain attacks, and if you use three cards from the same person, you know what I mean? Like... You use three from uh, your knight. You use three cards in a row. They will get like a freebie fourth attack, or and it's not always an attack. Like uh, for instance, with the um, alchemist, if you use three of her cards in a row, then you get a fourth one, which gives all of your people a mana shield. Um, and that's one of her cards. Is like, oh, I'm gonna use it on myself, and then I get a little mana shield. So when I get attacked, like it, did, I don't get hurt. You know, for X amount of points. Mm-hmm. So it's really beneficial, uh, and especially the chapter two boss. Like it, I felt like it was necessary. Uh, was like, all right, I need to chain her to to get those uh, mana shields for my characters to withstand some of the heavier attacks. And there are also like tag team attacks where um, I guess if you use two steam steam powered cards from like uh, two different people in a row, uh, they do like a tag team and do some extra damage. So there is some strategy you know where it'll be like oh i want to i could use three cards on this turn but like i want to save that person's because i want to get a chain attack you know so there is definitely some thought to it um and for instance uh when i was going through you do unlock new cards and then you could go and edit your decks um i don't know if it's going to increase as the game goes on but like i said right now it's eight per person and when you get new cards, you can go into the deck and be like, oh, I'm going to pull these, eh, like, eh, I'm going to pull this card out. I don't want that. I'm going to put this one in instead. So you can sort of tailor um, the mm-hmm. decks to your, your favor, you know what I mean? And when a person dies in battle, then, like, you're still getting their cards, you know what I mean? So it's like, I think there is a, a way to actually scrap them from the battle, and that'll help remove some, like, useless cards. And you can re-roll mm-hmm. on cards, too, I think, twice per turn. 
So if you you know if you find yourself with no steam power and you only have cards that require steam, you could be like, well, I'm gonna get rid of this and like reshuffle it, you know, um, and then you know you can do it like that. So very um, I, you know, I know um, Jordan and Neil are also playing um, Quest as well. We're gonna be doing a thirsty mage episode later this month or well yeah i could say later this month because when people are listening to this it is may um talking about uh, steam world quest and uh what's that oh god another indie rpg that i'm blanking on right now um you blanker i'm a blanker uh but yeah so far like i said it i'm going to keep on playing um to you know give it a fair shake but to me right now, it seems sort of slow-paced, and, like, the story is just sort of like, so that in chapter two, like, oh, the village is burnt down. Um, Captain Canary, I believe, was uh, leading, like, a pack of robot dogs, and they went through and, like, burned up the village, um, and Captain Canary is, like, literally like a robot, and the head is like a canary cage with a bird in it. So I should say I really like the art style. Um, it, it's really cool and like how they're sort of pro- like projected as like a storybook and then like the characters look nice and, and the environments like while, you know, nothing like crazy to look at. They're 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 nice. You know, visually it's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, David, uh, you know, sort of laid it out like, hey, like what you're you've experienced is sort of more of the same as you keep pushing forward. Um, so I, I am worried that, you know, like it's just going to eventually wear thin. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think like with heist, you know, I would say that the experience doesn't change too much. Um, but the mechanics besides it being that you unlock new mechanics, right? Like now this character can do this and, or if you like this character can move and then hit and then move back, I guess. But it also is more strategic. Yeah. I mean, or like maybe more. I don't know, because it's like right. You're you're moving. You can move that character any which way you want on that battlefield, you know. And like you are aiming to get ricochet shots and making sure the shots are nice and heist. In this, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm picking a card, and like I could build my deck a certain way. Um, I don't know. It just feels. I don't know. Not as strategic. Not, not as not, not more as passive. Skilled. Yeah, and like. I don't know. I, I I don't want to rail on it too hard, but I I don't think it's going to be my cup of tea uh, long term. Like I said, I, I am going to continue to play, and you know I'll give an update if anything changes. But right now, it feels very much like like oh, it's a cool game. Like it, the visually looks nice. Like the the card system isn't terrible, but it just seems like everything's just sort of slogs a little bit as far as the battles go. Like maybe if they were mm-hmm. a little snappier, you know, maybe the bosses didn't have as much health. Um, or the character, you know, t- to sort of push it along. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like I get into a battle, um, you know, a bunch of long battle. Okay, long battle, all right. And then now I get to the end of the chapter where it's like a super long battle, um, and then the chapter's over, you know? Right. And, right. yeah. So, I don't know. Like I said, I'll, I'll update it um, as we as I keep on pushing through. But right now, uh, lukewarm on the experience. Gotcha. Well, this other last game we have is uh, another indie title called Hell is Other Demons. That was new eShop game of the week, baby. 
Game of the week, yeah. And uh, so you picked it up? Yeah, I reached out to the developers. I'm going to be doing the review for the, the website. And um, after, well, hearing, yep, after hearing the Nationals' uh, high praises, I felt mm-hmm. like uh, I owed it to myself and everyone to check it out and uh, spread the good <laughs> word. And that is exactly what I'm going to be doing because it is some good words because this game is really cool. Really? Yeah, I really like good. it. It is... Um, what they call it like a bullet hell, you know, platformer. It's like a roguelite. Uh, would you would you compare it to anything else? Um, I mean, for any sort of reference. Well, it's a two D uh, level based game, right? And it's a shooter for sure. Uh, I can't think of one particular like one. Goner? I mean, I uh, not really, because it's more like screen based almost, right? Okay. Here, let me explain, and and you tell me if it rings a bell. Explain it to me. So it's actually funny because this game's got a campaign and an arcade mode. Um, arcade mode is very much a roguelike. Uh, it's you're going in, you you kill a bunch of waves of enemies, you move on to the next screen, you know, and you just go as far as you can while getting upgrades and you know this that and the other thing. Um, the actual campaign is go. what I played first, and it is really great. Um, so you get in there and they, they give you a little tutorial to sort of get your bearings. Um, and the first thing you're going to notice is your movement options are really, really nice in this game. So you've got a double jump, you got a dash and you've got like a glide. So I love a double jump. What's up? I love, but you're, you don't unlock the double jump. You just have, you got it baby from the beginning. And what's cool is when you bounce on an enemy's head, that double jump resets. So it's like. You can play, like, the entire level without ever touching the ground, you know? Because it's like, you're jumping, yeah, cool. you're, you're popping on people's heads, you're holding down that B button to glide, so it's like, and then you could dash, and what's nice is the dash has a pretty, like, little, or short cooldown. So it's like, jump, jump, oh, I'm glide, I dash over to the side, I glide a little bit, I could dash back to the other side, oh, pop on ahead, I got my jumps back. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of... Like, you could be all over the screen Mm -hmm. pretty quick. And, like I said, without ever really touching the ground very often. Um, So, in the beginning, it's a little overwhelming because it's like enemies are all over the the map, right? And you're like, oh, my goodness. Like, like it felt like I I felt, like, bad in the beginning, you know? I'm like, man, it's like I'm forgetting to dash, you know? I'm forgetting to do this. Um, But after it clicks, it feels really, really nice, you know? Super satisfying. Um, And what's cool is that... Each level, right, is sort of, like, has its own little, like, cork to it. Like, there is a a level called Bounce, you know, where it's like, oh, there is no platform on the bottom, you know? And it's just, like, toxic water. (laughs) And, like, there are, like, some platforms on the side that you can sort of bounce off of. But, like, this is a level where it's like, I really need to stay in the air, you know? Because you can jump off the... Like, you could bounce, quote-unquote, off the water real quick. But, like, if you don't time Mm -hmm. it right, you're going to take a bunch of damage. But, like, each level has, like, different things. So, like, uh, there are, I think there are five different zones, quote-unquote. And within that zone, um, it's, you know, its own color and theme. So, like, one of them is is sort of like that you're going to be dealing with a lot of, like, no platforms or very minimal platforms on the bottom, you know. Or, like, oh, big like water geysers are going to blow up and or like poison water you know and like you need to avoid those because you're going to get hit um another one was like oh there's just like saws all over the place you know so it's like you need to 
you could land, but like you got to watch out for those saws. Um, and it, it's cool because you don't necessarily have to do it in any particular order. I mean, like the the first area is sort of like locked in, and then once you get past that. Like, oh, you can go down to the right, you can go down to the left, you know, like, there are different ways you can progress through each uh, each stage, and it unlocks further stages. So, it, it is cool to sort of have that option, because, like I said, I, I found that bounce stage initially, I was like, I, I can't do this, like, I, I'm going to come back. And then, um, I you know, I actually got a power-up that would went on to make that a bit easier. So, as you are completing each stage, um, it is, like I said, essentially... There's just waves of enemies, uh, you know, ranging from like three to five different like waves of different enemies. You kill them, um, and as you kill them, they drop gems, and you collect all these gems, and then you beat the level, and then you can go to different shops to get upgrades. Um, those upgrade upgrades. Yes, those upgrades include guns, ultimate weapons, and then just like different buffs. Um, so like the the guns all play pretty pretty decently. You know, you start out with like a pretty standard little gun. Uh, then you, you know, actually I bought this gun that shot the twin gun or whatever, and it shot out in both directions, which is super beneficial because you can't actually aim up or down. It's just left and right. So managing your, like your altitude is very important when dealing with enemies because it, you know, you can't aim up or down. It's all going to be like, all right, I'm floating down and I'm shooting, you know? So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, different guns come in, in handy for those different situations. Like, one is, like, a machine gun, but it has, like, some serious kickback. So, like, if you're just standing still and shooting, like, you are just moving to the... Whatever, like, if you're shooting to the left, you're moving way to the right real fast, you know? You shoot a right. ton of bullets, and you can kill enemies really quick, but then it's, like, another bit of movement you need to manage, right? So, it's, like, you can use the dash to sort of counteract it, but, like, you're still, like... It's just a lot of moving parts, you know? So it's sort of high-risk, high-reward. Um, and it's just fun to play with the different guns in the different situations. Um, and then, like I said, you get different perks. Like, one of them is a triple jump. So now you can jump three times with your dashes and your glides, oh, you know? Baby. So, like, that's when I went back to that bounce level, and I was like, like, piece of cake, you know? But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like, they like what else they have? Um, the buff where it's like, hey... You don't take damage from explosions, you know, when you're under three little bits of health, you know. Or like, hey, add three bits of health to your, your stamina bar. Um, or the, there was a Halo one where it's like, when you get hit, the, the incivil- uh, invincibility is just slightly longer, you know what I mean? Um, so, the, like, there are different things you could play with. And uh, it's unlocked, like I said, by purchasing these at the store. And then before each level, you can change out your loadout. Um, and what the thing is, you like with these buffs, you could buy all of them, but you can't necessarily use all of them at the same time because there is a certain amount of like equip spots you can use. And you can upgrade those equip spots as you go too. So it's like, oh, you can only have four... Uh, four, um, four uh, I don't want to say for each item because some items require like three quote unquote slots, you know, so you can continue to unlock slots and then you can use different buffs, you know, accordingly. And like, uh, you know, you can sort of stack it how you want. Like I said, like that one level is like you're going to need that triple jump, you know, Um, other levels you might find you're getting hit more often and you want that halo. So you could play around and um, mix and max, which is nice. 
And what's cool is at the end of each um, each like zone is a boss. So they're fun boss battles as well, you know, and like they're they're all different, you know, like one is a sort of like, oh, cool. Um, oh, it's you're he's chasing you from the left to the right and like you're running and shooting him and like having to platform and, you know, jump through this and that. And it, it just really is a really fun game. Now, um, good. The thing is, there are some frame rate issues that crop up. Now, when I actually talked to them, they were like, we know this is an issue and a patch is coming. And they told me, like, they were like, by, it should be a patch by Friday or if, like, the weekend, thy latest. And there is still no patch. So, I, you know, maybe it's just a little harder than they were anticipating or some hopeful thinking. Um, now, the thing is, it's weird. It's not like it just slows you down. It is very much like, oh, oh, like, now I'm dead, you know, or like, like, oh, no. like, oh, I'm sort of like yeah. in the middle of the the map, and now all of a sudden I'm in the poison water, and I'm getting like dominated, you know. Um, now it right. it doesn't happen all the time. Like I found it to be on certain levels, um, but man, is it like super annoying when it happens, you know? And it's like, like I was facing oh, this one boss, and and it was one of those ones where I was like, I just need a real good run to get into the second phase. And then, like, then I need, like, then I can do this, you know? And I was like, oh, baby, we got the perfect run. And then, sure enough, like, blah, 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 dead. And it's like, oh, like, God, it's so annoying, that's you the know? Worst. Yeah, that's awful. So, like I said, it doesn't happen, like, all the time. Like, it was just a few levels. And even on those few levels, it wasn't like it was literally every attempt, you know? So it wasn't mm-hmm. like, oh, well, that level is just unbeatable, you know, like, for now it's just like oh okay i gotta restart it you know now fortunately most of the levels aren't super long so it's like generally speaking like it totally sucks don't get me wrong but it isn't like and you know like oh i just spent 15 minutes and then i lost you know or something whatever but yeah so definitely uh pretty annoying something like that that can ruin your run that's that's Bad. Yeah, so that that is pretty much like the, the really the the black eye of this game. But they're aware of it and they're working on a patch. So that is what what is some hopeful thinking. Now I will say uh, the arcade mode is fun. Uh, what's cool about this is, like I said, it's a roguelike, right? So it's like you're like you unlock different characters that have like different starting abilities. But it's pretty pretty roguelike x. Like you're gonna you know power up, get different power ups. Um, I found that the power ups. Um, I like worked better in the campaign mode. Like they, they still work well within the roguelite mode or the arcade mode. But I don't know. I just found like a lot of them are different guns, and it's like, well, I sort of like my gun here. Like I don't really even want to change or anything. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but it is what's cool is it's it's quick. You know, like even like a deep run. Like um, and they have online leaderboards, which is cool. Uh, I think I'm ranked 50th mm-hmm. right now. Better than Justin Nation. Just want to throw that out there. Um, Whoa. And, uh, like, even that, that like, 50th place one, like, maybe took five minutes max, you know? Like, they're very quick runs, which is good because it's nice to get in and out, you know what I mean? Um, like, you could pick, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, sometimes you, you, you get into a deep run in a, a roguelike and you're like, well, it's like 15, 20 minutes, you know? No, these are nice and nice and snappy, you know, which is uh, which is definitely a good thing. So, um, but overall, like I said, I'm really enjoying it. 
Um, I like I said, it is a bummer uh, that the the frame rate issues do crop up and sort of you know really screw up runs at times. Um, visually, like I said, I really love the art style. The demons all look cool. The bosses look really cool. Um, and like the fact that each like different section has its own color, like it's like like that black with like the certain color you know the red or the green or, or whatever looks really cool the music's cool o- overall uh, i really like hell is other demons man and it's uh definitely worth the check out and like i said if you're apprehensive wait till that patch comes out and then then it'll definitely be an easy recommendation wonderful yeah that's a that's a scary thing when when you're developing a game i think i think it's a big mistake because especially for the informed gamer, which I guess is not the majority, but the idea of like someone listening to this podcast right now, they're like, yeah, that sounds cool. I'll wait for the patch. And then, you know, by the time the patch comes mm-hmm. out, but like, I, I do want to say, I care about the game yeah, anymore. I do want to say like, it happens like no doubt it does happen. Right. But it isn't so much like that. It really is like, like I still think it's playable, you know, like if you wanted to pick this game up and play it, like, you're going to run into some annoying instances, but, like, I beat the game, like, I beat the campaign mode, even with, like, the occasional, you know, issues, mm-hmm. you know? So it is still very much a game you could play through and beat. Um, like I said, you'll just run into a few situations where you're like, ah. And, like, you know, and you know, on a boss, generally, if that happened, you know, like, I was like, all right, I'm probably going to have to restart. But, like, there were other levels where that happens, and, like, you could still bounce back and, and make it through, you know? But... Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it it is what it is, right? So something sure. to be cautious and of. That is hell is other demons. Boom. And with that, we are going to take a quick break and come back with, of course, the new eShop Roundup XL Light. back we're back from that musical break and you know what time it is case i think it's that time perry giddy up baby the new e-shop roundup e-haw that's right the e-shop roundup we back boys yep this is where we go through our north american e-shop and we pick out a couple games of what came out this last week games that piqued our interest we usually have a little runner-up and then our game of the week and i believe we have a we have five this week. Five. I got. I got. I got three of them. Uh, I'm making up for my previous ones. About time. Like that you one made where I stole, it. where I stole your game totally unintentionally. Sure, I, I'm still funny. convinced you were looking at it trying to be a old funny gym bot. Yeah. That's what I, I think. I really wasn't though. Mm-hmm. But you can think the worst of me. It's okay. I so, always do. <laughs> now that so we got this nice I, Captain Toad music off, going then? on, I'll start us off and. And I, I know I'm cheating here because I know this is cheating, but oh, it's not really. One is cheat. Two are cheating. I say two. How are cheating. are two cheating? I don't think so, because this one is Arcade Archives Psycho Soldier. Oh well, this one's not cheat. Okay. Um, this is seven ninety nine. Uh, and this has uh, um, a, it has a a girl in a suit coat and red tie with pink hair riding a dragon. In the most colorful fashion, 
on just on the and so you play as like a girl in a skirt and i think it's one to two players and it looks fabulous and it's just it's weird there's lots of weirdness to it but it's like a side-scrolling action game looks awesome and there's a part at the end that just has crazy co- dude there's something about those arcade games with the red and the yellow and the green mm. and blue that they just stand out a lot that's just i love seeing old games like that because those colors were not in like the old nintendo games they just you know they didn't really have that color scheme so this game looks amazing arcade archive psycho soldier i might have to pick it up do it dude, you should do it dude if they would just if hamster would release like 50 games like on a cartridge you know or like even like 20 games it'd be sweet it would be really cool. Yeah, like the, the archive, arcade archive collection, baby. Yep, exactly. Uh, volume one. Yeah. Ooh. Now, what's your game? What's your first game? Runner My up. first game here is Death Coming. Oh. This is a, a game where you play as a Reaper in a non-linear puzzle game. Um, it is a, you plan and execute your kills by using the environment to your advantage. Um, it. I, looking at the, there was no video; it was just screens. Like, it doesn't really show you exactly how you're gonna play, right? It's pretty but I don't know. It, looking, it, it seemed interesting. Um, it's at a nice, friendly price of six ninety nine, so it's not super expensive to get into. And, interesting. Uh, yeah, I could, I could sort of, uh, the idea of using like, okay, like, all right, the Reaper's got to kill these people, right? But like, I'm assuming it's not just gonna like, oh, grab my my Sith and slash some heads off. It's like, no, I'm going to use the environment to make it look like it was some sort of accident, you know? So, uh, yeah, no, I thought that looked uh, pretty interesting. (laughs) Yeah, totally, man. That looks awesome. Um, Yeah, the pixel art is actually really... kind of reminds me a lot of, because of the isometric view, kind of the uh, Into the Breach. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like a little bit, so... I can see that. But but way more colorful. all right, my next game is, no, and this is, uh, yeah, I'll save this one. Yeah, I'll do uh, Picross S. Three. He's cheating. How is that cheating? You knew Here's about the thing. Picross. Okay, well, well, hold on. Hold on. Just so we can, yeah. Okay, the, the, the rules have changed here, okay? Because this isn't, now that we don't cover every single game, I feel like we need to cover some of the important games as well, okay? So I guess not, so. It's not... I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't think we should leave stuff e- out. The eShot reminder. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So, but this is, yeah, S3. I've been playing, I always play every week while Casey talks uh, S2. There's a lot of content there. I was trying to really, really get through a couple of puzzles just now. So, anyway, this game, by the way, the icon looks awesome. This game looks sweet. It's like it's like underwater and it's green. I love how they have all the, they always have their different uh, theme colors for each one. But this one has a new color mode that looks really fun. Um, so I'm excited about this. I'm, I'm, it's one of those things where I can't justify getting three until I complete everything in two. <laughs> I know, <laughs> so I'm, yeah. It's I'm like, trying to like grind through it. But I want it. the new hotness. I, I, <laughs> what's wrong with it's me? It's literally the same. It's I more know. of the same. I mean, Dang it. <laughs> it is, but it isn't. It isn't because of the new color mode. But yes, it, it is more of the same thing. <laughs> that sounds like a Jimmy who wants to purchase this game right no, now. No, I mean it has a new no, mode. No, I know, I know. I'm kidding. I mean, I could get it just to try that new mode. You know, do maybe, it. <laughs> yeah, just buy. Maybe it. I'm just hitting buy right now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what's what's happening. Maybe it's already downloaded. Yeah, but uh. All right, what's your game of the week? Moving on, we've got Dig Dug. No. <laughs> Did you say Dig Dug? Dig Dog. It's not Dig Dug, it's Dig Dog. Dig Dog. There you go. 
Potato, potato. No, well, isn't Dig, Dig Dug no. like a, a yeah, thing? <laughs> I know, yeah. Dig Dug was, at, funny enough, my mom is not a video gamer, you know, but uh-huh. she loves her some Dig Dug. There's a behind-the-scenes video on the eShop. I haven't seen that before. Of Dig Dug? Oh, yeah, yeah, like there's, there's an actual like developer like yep, interview of Dig Dog. I love... <laughs> see how many times we can say it's Dig three, Dog. It's, it's almost four minutes long. That's pretty cool that they can do that. Talking hmm. about Dig Dog. Yeah. The dog. Yes, uh, so this is an action roguelike platformer, and uh, you're going to be discovering treasure by digging around, and you play as a little doggy dog. Yeah. What isn't there to love? And I know. It's a nice, another nice, friendly three ninety nine dollars uh, It does. Price, it looks you know? great. Yeah, you it's know, cool. It, it's yeah. got, like, you know, sort of that classic, like, the, the foreground is, like, you know, black, and then you got the colorful backgrounds. Yep. Or, like, well, not super colorful, but, like... Uh, Two-toned color, right? So it's like you've got like two tones of blue and you got a little background, some stars and a beautiful moon. But yeah, yeah. you're playing as a dog and you're sort of digging around, getting treasure and bones and all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, it looks uh, looks pretty cool. I know I've heard a lot about this from uh, uh, Neil. Yeah, Neil know, yeah. On st- he's been going on about this. So I think we have a review on the site for it too. So check it out. This is a game that we should definitely pick up and talk about. Or yeah, maybe have like Neil said, on the show got and that talk nice about price, it. you know? Yeah, three ninety nine. You can't beat that. Um, all right, the last game of the week is the one and only long anticipated box boy and box girl, or plus box girl. I don't know what they call it, but yeah. there's a demo for it. It's only nine ninety nine. That's a pretty good deal. I mean, I guess the last ones were four ninety nine and like six, five and six bucks. Wait, what a deal! These are. Um, I mean, the original ones are literally puzzle like masterpieces i would say honestly um i didn't think that but maybe maybe not the first i mean i i like the first one enough but man did i really like the second one of box box boy i fell in love with that game and that was on the show um that you can hear about box box boy but yes i'm definitely interested in this one this is has a co-op mode right isn't that the whole idea mm-hmm. yep um, yeah and so I, I believe neil said really cool. the co-op mode is really great QB and QC. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, but yeah, it looks great. I'm definitely going to get it. I. I it's funny. Want, I played all three. I just want the QB three. Amiibo and the physical thing. I pl- yeah, I played all three of the, the first ones, you know, or the first three, the trilogy, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just don't have the interest uh, to play this one. I don't know That's if it's crazy. just more of the same, you know, or just too much box boy. or You know, it might be a game that I down the road you know i'm sort of bored well, or whatever and you like... know f- honestly this is funny coming from me but honestly the cooperative nature of this one draws me away from it a little bit like i don't necessarily want to play a, a puzzle game cooperatively you know what to play with jill i mean tired of playing games like, with jill no <laughs> no i, I like it. playing with jill but i like playing you know just controlling it and thinking about the puzzles together you know what i mean not necessarily like actually playing them together mm-hmm. anyway but anyway that's neither here nor there. So, uh, well, I'll get this sometime. It's probably going to be, you know, I'll get it when it goes on sale or something like that. Maybe if I have some downtime, but yeah, that's never a, a lullaby, baby. Dude, lullabies are gone. I know. They're the, gone. The, th- things of the past. Yes. Sad yes. times. Sad times. Yeah. Well, maybe not. Maybe lullabies won't be won't be gone in this here. There'll near, be near there'll be a lullaby one day, and yep. we're both going to be like. The happiest dudes alive. I know, you man. Know? Like, Dude, it's a I lullaby. have so many games that I want to play. Like, physically, 
the, including Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and Torna. But uh, <laughs> sitting on your shelf. Hey, <laughs> yeah. they're beautiful games though that to look I know, at man. as well. I'm gonna play them. Yeah, that's true. All right, well that'll do it for the new eShop roundup, which means it is time for the news block. News talk with Casey Gibson. Oh baby, the Harden news block is back. All right, it is back, Perry. Are you ready now, to get into it? Yeah, and I, I know that we we've got some uh, some numbers we got them sales figures everyone's favorite right so yes nintendo uh, they they came out and gave a bunch of numbers uh 2019 has been nintendo's most profitable year since 2009 which was when the wii was at the peak of its success oh yeah so uh wow nice decade pass and we're, we're back on top for nintendo at least uh sales wise for them they Amazing. have sold 8 million units in Japan, and it's on pace to outsell PS4 Lifetime, uh, Dude, possibly so in the next few weeks. This next this next bit is amazing. Would you like to take keep, it? Keep, no, go ahead. Uh, about 35 total units shipped. Um, for 35 the, million. Yeah, 35 <laughs> million. Yeah, 35 units. Uh, 35 yeah. million units total shipped, uh, and that surpasses Nintendo 64, which capped at 32.93 million. So the Switch has moved on past the N64. Dude, so that's past the GameCube, past the N64. It's chugging on. I think they said the next milestone is the Super Nintendo. Uh, yeah. But I think there's still like another 14 or 15 million to that point gotcha. so you gotcha. know that but then again we could be talking about that in less than a year you know another uh, yeah. another big Especially christmas if they release another oh another... the real pokemon well that i mean uh the another sku like another Skew. system Skew. Mm-hmm. but yeah let's get to the games yes we've got figures on them games as well smash has now sold 13.81 million copies uh now that this is, can't be right. Yeah. It's reported as the best-selling fighter of all time, uh, surpassing Brawl, which was at 13.3 million, and Mortal Kombat 10, which was about 10 million units. So you say that there's never been a Street Fighter that sold more than 13.81? Um, or, I, or a Mortal Kombat? Is that true? Can that be true? Uh, I'll, all right, so I just Googled Street Fighter V sales. Street Fighter V sales surpassed 2.9 million units. That was in February of 2019. Uh, that means Street Fighter's Capcom's best, 18th best-selling game and fourth most sold fighter. Wow. Let's see. Does it say what the other fighter... Now the updated ver- I wonder if it, um, if it affects it when they... Oh, here you go. Um, Capcom Platinum Fighting Games. Street Fighter 2, 6.3 million. Dude. Street Fighter 2 Turbo, 4.1. If you probably combined all of the Street Fighter 2 versions, so, maybe. Um, but no, yeah, it looks like Street Fighter 2 sold 6.3 million. Okay, so I have this some 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 pretty awesome uh, numbers here. This is from Twinfinite. Um, now, uh, these are the top-selling franchises. So Tekken, 47 million. Tekken is the number one-selling fighting franchise. 47 um, million. Yeah, n- next one Street Fighter, 45 million. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now number 3 is Super Smash Bros at 40 million. Okay? And, and they probably have considerably less entries in the Oh, oh yes. Uh then after that Dragon Ball, 
at thirty nine point seven eight two million. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, next is so after and then Mortal Kombat. At I was going to say, I guess Dragon Ball wouldn't be one that I would like. I know that's crazy. Uh, thirty seven estimated million, and then after that, Soul Calibur at twelve million, a huge jump down to twelve. That's estimated, and then Virtua Fighter five point four million. That's those are the top. Um, but then as for games. Number one, Super Smash Bros. Brawl, thirteen point two seven million. Okay, so this was uh, let's see, this was posted, um, uh, uh two thousand eighteen. So October twenty second, two thousand eighteen. So uh, yeah, you know, before. So now Smash Ultimate three point two seven million. Then Smash Bros. for three DS at nine point two four million. People, Isn't that crazy? Ooh-wee, Smash, baby. It's got Dude, the power. Brawl and then 3DS is... So you're telling me that Super Smash Bros. for 3DS is the third best-selling fighting game of all time? It's crazy, right? And then like Tekken 3 is 8.5 million, at, and then Tekken 5 at 8.2, then Melee at 8.2, and then Street Fighter 2 The World Warrior, 6.3, Mortal Kombat at 6 million, then Smash Super Smash Bros. The, for 64, you know, the original... 5.55, and amazingly enough, at would be right now, at number 10, Super Smash Bros. for Wii U. <laughs> All Wii U, baby. That's crazy. Anyway. The uh, Wii U lives. If you would count Wii U and 3DS yeah, together, put them together, they would be the best. But anyway. Ultimate, though. That's interesting. Inter- interesting. And Very it's only going to continue to sell. I would have never said, I would have never thought that, dude. I would have never thought that that was that. That the how can the how in the world can ultimate be the best selling fighting game of all time? It's crazy, right? Hype, man! That's People so love awesome, it. dude. That's so cool. It's a good game. Well, you know what I think Smash has going for it is it really does cater to the hardcore and the casual. You know, of course, because it's yeah. like Street Fighter is going to be. People who are into fighting games, you know, and like, yep. sure, you might get like some people who are like, oh, well, like, yeah, Street Fighter, you know, but like, Smash is just like, oh, like. Smash Bros. Yeah, we can play crazy party fun. Exactly. But anyway. That's why it's genius. Yes. Moving along here, we've got Pokemon Let's Go at 10.63 million. Super Mario Party at 6.4 million. They got to be real happy about that. Look at that. Um, You've got... 6.4 million. Yeah. Super Mario Party 2, where are you at? Uh, Yeah, man, that's coming. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe now up to 7.47 million. Odyssey at 14.44 million. Zelda at 12.77 million. Um, all oh, chugging geez. along. And then and now this cru- this is crazy. You take this one, big fella. Yeah. So the online, remember the Nintendo Online that came out? That's okay. Nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I barely remembered either. But there are 9.8 million online accounts. They gotta be happy about that, right? Yeah, and now I wonder how many are because Twitch or uh, Twitch Prime or I guess Amazon Prime, whatever one you want to look at, is offering a free memberships with through their account, you know, through having a Prime account. So I'm curious how many of those are, you know what I mean, like factor into that 9.8. But regardless, mm-hmm. I mean, what's the? There's about 35 million units, so that's almost a third of the users you know paying for that service or yeah somehow crazy i think that's crazy so i mean i think that's good you know it's not terrible no not it's not it's not amazing but it's pretty pretty good 
Yep. Now, moving along here, we've got this... This is a weird... Uh, oh, no, sorry. I, I almost jumped the gun here. Uh, new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe sold to consumers more than a million units in the first two weeks of sales and accum- accum- wow. And cumulative sales yes. are now at over 2.5 million since January 11th. That's pretty good launched. For, a re- yeah, for a port. <laughs> I tell you what, man. It's going to definitely be in my top 10, if not my top five games of the year. Woo! Well, spoilers. I know. Sorry, spoilers. But the other thing after this is that Yoshi's Crafted World is... See, it's funny they didn't give any numbers, right? But yeah. they said it's selling faster than previous games in the series and also attracting a large female audience. There you go. Yeah, that means it probably is not at a million units because um, I feel like if they hit a million, they'd still be like, well, even it's uh, still, you know, woo! Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think if you see like all these 10 point, you know, 10.6 yeah 6. and i guess 4, if you put it million if you do like a 1.5 it's not as good but i guess because like why didn't they put new suit mario bros U? they should have been 2.5 you know like that's still pretty good for a port Are you kidding me i mean anything over a million is they got to be happy with you know they gotta be oh yeah yeah exactly it makes you think like dude why didn't okay real talk because i think you're gonna agree with me here why didn't they just port woolly world and make a new game <laughs> Why don't they just port Woolly World over to the Wii U? I mean, to the Switch. And make, not Craft a World, but make, like, another game. Well, I mean, they are different, you know, pretty considerably different games. They're not considerably different. I mean, it's a Yoshi game. It's got to stay within the realm, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, anyway. Like, they could have made a Chibi Robo game or something like that. I don't know. Old Chibi. Not that that would sell anything, but <laughs> I just mean something like that. You know, they could have made another Warrior Land game or something. Yeah, <laughs> Their update would have been like, Chibi's Crafted World sold a few copies. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Chibi Robo's Crafted World would be unbelievably amazing. Dude, it would make sense, too, because Chibi Robo is a small little guy in, like, you know. Should have just been Imagine Chibi Robot in the big city. Plug in, you know, and energizing stuff. Oh, dude, that'd be, that would be so good. Anyway, um... That's it for numbers, then, right? This next this next part's weird. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. What what's weird? I don't even about know it, what Perry? this is. I'm just gonna be honest. I don't know what this is, but the switch updated to eight point zero zero, and it had that boost mode addition. I don't know, but that makes games load faster and perform better. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was such a weird thing when I saw. It. I was like, okay. Uh, apparently, the games need to. They must do an update to actually utilize it. It's not just going to be like everything's so going to work across the board. But yeah, I was like, that's so weird. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe you know, like if um, that'd be a good boost for Zelda. Maybe. Well, wasn't there something about you press the home button twice and it zooms in? Um, Did I'm I not dream sure. that? <laughs> I think we talked about that. And I don't, I'm not, I, I, Are I, you I dreaming right that. now, Perry? <laughs> I know it feels like I am, because that's that sounds like a cool feature, but I haven't seen it anyway. But okay, all right. Boost mode is is. Uh, <laughs> I know that's why I was like, it's so weird. Yeah. Okay, I what? figured it'd be worth uh, throwing in there. If yeah. anyone has any examples of this, please let us know. Like I said, maybe for the VR, give us some boost mode. Maybe it'll be. It'll make it prettier. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, now, moving along. I love this. This is good. Um, because this is a pretty dang packed year, right? 2018 was pretty much, but 
and, and even the beginning year. of 2019, it's been slow sledding to start, you know? Yeah, but we got tons. I mean, we have the new Pokemons coming out. We have. Oh, yeah. No, um, it's it, it's going to finish with a bang. It is, because we also have Luigi's Mansion 3 and Animal Crossing still set for this year. Um, they, they confirmed that Nintendo did. And they, they did say Bayonetta 3 is TBA, which is that new Astral Chain game. Oh, coming I out, cannot, right? dude. That, like, thinking about, I mean, there are a bunch of games I'm super How hyped How are you for. so hyped for that when you barely it know anything just about it? It looks so cool, dude. All right. Oh, baby. How could you I'm be so hyped for, for Animal Crossing when you don't know anything about it? <laughs> I know everything I know. about Animal Crossing. <laughs> Not about the new one. <laughs> Animal Crossing is my life. Well, that's why That's why I should be hyped for it. Um, but anyway, uh, that's cool to hear. Dude, Luigi's Mansion 3, Animal Crossing. I'm sure, dude, I bet Luigi's Mansion 3 will have a Labo VR mode. They have to have that. I bet they will have that in there. Mm. It'd be cool. They don't have to have it, but that would be cool, right? Like, Ex- Couldn't you totally a see a little ghost? Dude, a little ghost Ooh. minigame. Where you got to sneak behind and then and then like hit a you know like on a curtain and then it'll jump out at you and you, I mean it's such an obvious thing, but anyway, that's good to hear. I dude Animal Crossing, like I don't know man I'm gonna have my expectations set low for it you know like I, you know because I just I don't want to get hurt like we always do, but you know like it it could be amazing you know. Oh, um, it will be. I mean, it could be like this train ain't slowing down, Perry. <laughs> I mean, I would be happy though with, I'd be happy with a New Leaf like sequel, like that concept. I mean, with some added stuff. I mean, New Leaf was really anyway. It's gonna be just, great, man. I'm telling myself that now, so that it's I, gonna be the know. yeah. It's gonna be uh, yeah. Don't don't you worry, dude. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know from what they showed, they didn't really give any. Hint, I didn't know if what they showed was in their engine, you know, where it kind of looked like just an upscaled Animal Crossing, you know, um, from like little dialogue boxes and stuff, but we'll see. So That's very good. All right. Now, what do we have next? Next up, we have got Nintendo officially confirms a Tencent partnership to release the Switch in China. Oh, Um, baby. This partnership is necessary due to government regulations in China restricting publishing of games to domestic firms. So, mm-hmm. you know, Nintendo can't uh, publish their games because obviously they are not in China. They're in Japan. So they need to touch down with good old Tencent, who just must be making money uh, hand over fist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like we'll... we'll We'll take the money. We'll uh, sure. we'll publish all your games and just take our percentage and be very happy about it. Um, Heck yeah, yeah. Like I said, I mean, not super interesting necessarily to us, but it it, it just means more switches are going to be sold and more money for Nintendo in the long run. So, um, next up here though, we've got the troll of the century, uh, Persona Five S. Right, rumored it's going to be the Switch version of Persona Five. It's coming. Nope. It is Persona 5 Scramble, the Phantom Strikers. Uh, it is a Musou game, baby. Get your Hyrule Warriors to the side because now you can play Persona oh, 5 man. Scramble. How could I? It's like... The trolly troll, man. I guess it's... Yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> it's cool. I mean, you know, it's cool the same way that Hyrule Warriors is cool for oh, people who like oh, Zelda. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I think I mean, like, big Persona fans will like... 
they're gonna love this game. Like it's gonna sell like hotcakes. You know what I mean? I mean, like to be honest, I'm telling you, those games hold their value. I don't know how. I don't know how. Muso like, or but Persona? They do. Just uh, the Warriors games, like Hyrule Warriors and Fire Emblem Warriors. Dude, like I, Hyrule I would totally Warriors get those. is downright an incredible game. Like it it's is not an incredible dude, game. Dude, it is awesome. I wouldn't say it's awesome. I mean, I would say it's 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 great. It's super fun, it's and incredible. it's got an unbelievable it's amount of content. It's not a 9 out of 10 game. It's not and a 9.5. Think of how many characters there are and how many different weapons I all those know. characters have. Like, it's just I know, dumb, but the gameplay is not incredibly fun. You know? fun. It's it could be it could be better, but yes, it's good. I get it's a solid seven point five. Ooh, it's eight it's more tops, than that. Maybe. I'd go eight five. Eight tops, just pure but anyway. Dude, like how much content? Oh, the the worst like the three DS version was so good to have that portable. Yeah, it r- and really it had that's extra features I guess the too. Switch version. I mean, I didn't play Hyrule Warriors on the Switch. Um, See, that would be perfect. To it me, it would know? be though, yeah, because you get the bet like you've got the beautiful yeah. looking game, but and dude, you've got like the the whatchamacallit the portability yeah i've waited forever to get this game like on a sale or something it's never on sale no one on craigslist has sold everyone loves it they don't want to sell it off craigslist um and the funny thing is like would i buy a persona 5 on switch maybe like i I, i'm not gonna say no like honestly i i'm not like completely disinterested in it um at all um would i buy this uh phantom strikers you know musa game maybe on a on a sale you know like because it's so it's not like it's not so hard to get into and it's not like a 70 hour commitment it's just to play what you want and have fun you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's way more approachable in persona 5 yeah so oh, maybe sure. maybe you get in you learn the characters it's fun and then maybe it makes you want to play persona 5 when i don't know i mean it's i think it's cool no i mean honestly it's like yeah am i gonna get it i'm not sure um but- Maybe, you know, um, like I said, I, I like the Musou games. It's like, like you said, they're sort of like, oh, I'm just going to sort of turn off my brain and do all these like cool looking moves and just destroy like a bajillion people, you know, like, and it's going to be fun. Yep. And exactly. it looks cool. And like Persona is just a really stylistic game. So it's like, I think it'll probably look really cool. And uh, yeah. But yeah, the yeah. ultimate sh- troll naming it like persona 5s and not being the switch i still think that uh the switch you know persona 5 for the switch could still be a thing down the road i'm not giving up hope but obviously this is a, a below to that uh that mm-hmm. reality um moving along though we told you it was jam-packed we got starlink crimson moon expansion coming alongside paid star fox content now uh yeah. this is launching today so it's already out if you're listening so to this there's free dlc right now right yeah that is the um, the Crimson Moon uh, material is free. I believe some some about racing and stuff. Uh, but the Star Fox cool. is paid content, eleven ninety nine, and that will include playable Falco, Peppy, and Slippy missions, uh, all dedicated to taking down Star Wolf. That's cool. Happy birthday, John Raritan. Yeah, he must be so happy. Yep, and they're making it paid, which is good because they should. Because anyone who's interested in this game will. Yeah. To play that, we'll pay for it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. That's a good idea. Cool. Um, yeah, another game I forgot that I have that I should play. <laughs> you madman. <laughs> yeah. Um, next, the last piece of news we have here is about Super Mario Maker 2. Woo! Super Mario Maker 2 is what I said. Uh, it releases <laughs> June 28th, which is, is exciting. Um, it's coming up. 
That, and um, that post E3 glow will be ready to rock and roll, you know. Oh, I know, dude. I'm so ready for this game. Oh, baby. Um, yep. And there was a a flyer, I believe, in Japan that had a, a it revealed new elements to the game, um, like multicolored pipes and magmar and meowser. Dude, I was um, like, who the like? I had to Google it, so that's why I put the picture in there. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was like, those are those things from it? Super Mario World. Yeah, the, the, molten... shoot, the, the little dragon things that come out of the lava. Yep, they're pretty great, um, dude. Yeah, this game's gonna be amazing. I can't wait to hear more about it. I really can't wait to hear more about it. Like at E3, I'm literally like, even if they didn't give like a direct before E3, which it's May, like E3 is in like a month. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, uh, yeah, man, month and a half, right? It's gonna be. Yeah, it's, it's mid June, isn't it? I think it's the. Twelve. Okay, so yeah, like Hold a month on. and some change. The eleventh, I, I think, right? Yeah, it's definitely not the eighteenth. I'm pretty sure it's the eleventh. So, um, yeah, man, I'm excited for this game. Oh, uh, for I sure. Can't wait to hear more about it. Which means, wait, that means that this game comes out next month. Yeah, man. That's really, really, really weird to say now that I hear it because right now it's April, but then like, it will be May when this episode posts, which means next month. Super Mario Maker 2 comes out. And then, like, you know, it's coming out, like, in, in Japan and I think in Europe, too, with uh, with Silas's, which is really interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. You're Dude, capacitive imp- styluses suck. Oh, my goodness. They're so bad. No, I'm not important. No. <laughs> Next thing no, you know. Don't... I imported. <laughs> I might, yeah. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's be done with news because that's all the news we have. And we're going to get right into our listener mail. Listener, listener, listener mail. Give me that listener mail. Yep, we got a couple emails here this week. Um, And uh, I guess uh, you want me to take the first one? Sure. I'll take the first one. This is from Johnny or John. From Australia, they don't really have Johnnies in Australia. I've I've learned. Just kidding. I'm, I don't know that. It's uh, um, actually banned, much like the use of drugs in video games. That's right. Um, he has some questions for us, which I think will be fun to answer. Uh, the qu- first question is saying, which by the way, he sends the best emails ever. I think I know we've said that multiple times in the show, but he is so funny. Yeah, but, they're always um, uh, always super funny. We, we have saved that fun for ourselves and gotten straight to the questions here. And that is, number one, you have been put in charge of Goodfeel and Camelot Software planning. After a foot-long Jimmy John, you are put in charge of their next game. What is it and how does it play? Mm. Well, so... So we get to make the next one for Goodfield and for Camelot. Or are they working together? Nope. They're doing... We're going to do two games. Unless you want to do work together. I have an answer for this. This is easy. Very easy. All right. Let's hear it. Well, for Goodfield, it would be Wario Land. Shake it, too. Um, I would love a sequel to that. I want new Wario. They can do something with it. Like, do... Do something cool like, you know, that's just awesome, like Crafted World, and just in, in the sense of of the aesthetic-wise. I mean, it would be amazing. Um, but the wackiness of Wario, you know, and the, the toughness and just bringing that gameplay back, I'm ready. It's been over a decade. Like, let's do it. Um, and then for Camelot, 
you know, makers of they did they did aces already. They did, um, obviously, I'm gonna take the easy shot here, and that is pun intended with Mario Golf for Switch. Um, I just played like a couple weeks ago Mario Golf uh, World Tour oh. with Jules online. Oh my goodness, nostalgia trip! I love that. Oh game. my goodness, dude! It's so colorful. And it works so well, and it's just so cute and fun. Dude, and Mario Golf. Give me that. Mario Dude, Golf. Give me Mario blows Golf Mario Tennis tour. out of the water. Oh baby, oh baby, oh it's baby. not even yeah. a competition. No, it's not. It really isn't. And that let's get, it's so fun for single player and for multiplayer. It's just so perfect for that. So that's what I want. I would love that. I would love a great. Um, honestly, what they did with World Tour on 3DS was perfect because it was they didn't really have well they did even have like a weird single player mode but on top of that just separate from everything they had the challenges which was really the super this the real single player mode and there was tons of them and you had and you had to be really good and you do all these challenges and then when you beat all of them you unlock harder challenges and so it's like you start with star coins then you you win them and then you get the moon coins and i'm telling you i've played like over 60 hours of that game and i that's pretty crazy for a tent for a golf game oh yeah um, I, probably, I, I don't know i how beat many. them all then there's dlc too there was like three dlc packs for that game which is crazy i'm pretty sure i, yeah, I never I bought them i'm pretty sure i, I never did. bought them because i was like i want to finish the content first before beating it and then so i beat it and i was like okay i'm kind of done now but i'll come back later i never did you son of anyway. a gun yeah but uh what about you case Good right. feel and camelot software so good feel right so we they've got they've recently obviously with yoshk um, they've done some some Kirby and whatnot, like you said, Warrior I'm gonna shake it up here. There, I want, and I feel like I might I might have mentioned this in previous podcasts at some point. Give me a good feel game, right? Starring Shy uh-huh. Guy, and now you what's mean like beautiful, Yoshi's Woolly World or Yoshi's Crafted World? But you are Shy Guy. <laughs> okay. You play as shy guy, right? And like Dude, that would be sweet. And it could be like you're just one shy guy, or maybe you know, and and it could sort of be like craft world. You could pick what color you want, but like think of it, like there are so many different abilities. You got fly guy. You got like the sniff it right, which essentially is a shy guy, you know, with like a different mask on, you know. But like he could have all these different things that like from different appearances. He can grab a spear if he needs to, um, and you, it could be level based, sort of a platformer. Um, but yeah, it could be like a, I don't know, just like, I'm trying to think of what, like, how a story could revolve around, uh, like, if it would be, like, his inner workings as a bad guy, you know? Or mm-hmm. maybe it could even just be, like, he, he's defunct, you know? He, he's like, I'm out of here, you know? Like, sort of like, um, like in Star Wars, you know? Like how, uh, Finn, right? That's his name? I think that's, right? I'm so bad know. with uh, Star ones. Wars. Well, like one of them is like he's like a and like one of the um, stormtroopers. You know what I mean? But then like mm-hmm. he like he's like nah, like I'm good, you know. And he like becomes you know like a character, you know. It could be like that, you know. He's like I'm I'm rebelling. Well, it's kind of like on the Paper Mario series when like you find out that like oh the Koopas are actually there's there's nice people there's nice. Yeah, they're not all nice bad. You cultures know? of of Koopas. Yeah, they're not all bad. So yeah. I mean, and like, dude, the, dude, the evil shy guys though on Color Splash Man with the oh, straws. God. Oh, they're so mean. <laughs> yeah, like they, they really are brutal. You know, 
But yeah, I mean, oh, dude, the shy guy sucking this, the color out of out of uh, characters is one of the most funniest and horrifying things oh, ever. I love shy guys. It's so man. good, so good. But yeah, like it, it would be, it would be something new, you know. It, like they could still do their like classic, like oh, we're gonna have like a fun, interesting aesthetic. You know what I mean? Like because it's still sort of in obviously in that Yoshi world, you know. And then like the be- the end boss could be Yoshi, and we kill Yoshi. You just, it's like you have eaten a million of my brothers and sisters, you know, and turned them into eggs and just splatted them. It's payback mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. You know? I like it. Yeah. It's like, I like I'm, it. I'm sick of you, Yoshi. I no, mean, I like Camelot. Yoshi too, but it's like, come on, you know? Uh, for yeah. Camelot, hmm. I mean, obviously, I've been very vocal of my Mario Golf wanting. And I think mm-hmm. it's going to happen. I think at E3 they will show off Mario Golf. Whether it is like, I could see that being like a March release of next year. You know, sort of like Yoshi, right? They showed Yoshi off and it came out what? Was that March or was it February? No, dude, that was a year. That was that was in 2017, dude. Oh, man. So, yeah, that's a long time ago. So, But anyway, yeah. like, so they show it off and it comes out before next E3, early next year. Yeah. I mean, I'd love for it to come out this year, but like just the way... Nintendo is sort of stacked with games, you know? Yeah. So, whew, I guess, uh, I mean, if we're, we're sticking in the the realm of games they've sort of worked on, I mean, a Golden Sun revival would be great, you know? Um, I think yeah. the last time uh, we've it was a Golden Sun was DS, Dude, right? Cool. Yep. Uh, I'm looking at 2010. So, it's been quite, it's been dormant for quite some time you know what i mean like that that could be an interesting um interesting game to bring back you know and it like they wouldn't necessarily have to do like a crazy like you know xenoblade style rpg like it could still be in like you know it could be cute the the same well yeah not necessarily cute and cuddly but like it could be pixel art you know it's like the, the ds one was not pixel art Oh, was it? Uh, I don't. I never played that. No, one, it actually. was cute and cuddly. Oh yeah, okay. That's why I said that. I got you. Okay, all right. It makes more sense now. But yeah, mm-hmm. like even like yeah, like that kind of look to it. Um, I mean that would make people super happy because people love them some Golden Sun, you know. Um, right. But yeah, or they could shack up with Good Feel and they could make a shy guy RPG. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Think of it. Think of it. All right, I like it. I just want a shy guy game. Is it that much to ask for? You know, it's kind of. I mean, like, out of all the minions, I don't think any of them have had their own game. Well, what better time than now? I mean, shy guy would be primed to be like. I mean, I guess Goomba game would be great. Uh, screw Goomba, dude. Goomba's great. He's all right. He's no I mean, shy guy, man. Dude, just because shy guy is so awesome doesn't mean that Goomba's bad. Oh, the straws, dude. Now that's all I'm thinking about. <laughs> it's just them sucking <laughs> the, the color best. out of everything. Um, all right. <laughs> and the music. Oh, so good, dude. Uh, all right, so we're gonna move on to our next question here. That's right. Hey. Uh, oh. Number two. Yes. Hey guys, love the show. Really enjoyed oh, the first. Uh, 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 uh. We only did the first question off of. Uh, john's oh. email oh geez oh okay Sorry, i see oh yeah then you jump in that you big old it. gun you read it all right this is back from john here we go 
Uh, question number two. Are there any Nintendo handheld franchises you feel are dormant that could be resurrected on Switch? Much as I love the big AAA Nintendo titles, I just love the less technical prowess uniqueness of Nintendo's handheld library. Um, I mean, first one that jumps off to mind is Box Box. No, I'm just kidding. Um, hmm. Is um, is uh, Rhythm Heaven. I mean, not yeah. that it's necessarily one, dormant, dude. because, I mean, we did get the Mega Mix launch. And then it's like a handheld. I mean, he went for the handheld franchises, you know. But, like, that concept of the smaller games that are dormant, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I mean, for me, like, that one jumps off the page because it's incredible. Um, I'm trying to think what other handheld uh, dormant titles. You got You got any cooked up? Um, yeah, I got a couple. One of them being Mole Mania, uh, back on the Game Boy, uh, the old Miyamoto game. What I think the first mystery history that we had. Spoilers if you haven't listened to that. Um, yeah, that's an amazing Game Boy game. One of my favorite Game Boy games of all time. Um, I don't think there's been anything. Uh, it's a great puzzle game. Uh, I don't think there's any, been anything uh, sequel to that. So that'd be cool to ha- revisit that. Another one would be. And this is kind of interesting because I don't know if it's dormant yet, but it's almost there, kind of, which is Pushmo. Um, Pushmo World was on the Wii U, and that was cool when that came out. But that was a long time ago, uh, and we haven't heard anything since. And I, I figured that Switch would be prime for a Pushmo a collection or something or a new one. Smashmo, Crashmo. Well, it's uh, just funny, sort of, like, obviously Nintendo, right? When they're sort of the 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 sole provider of game on the, a console, it's like they would have to push those smaller games, right? Because it's like we need to yep. fill up the library in between our big tentpole releases. And now it's like with all the indies and and stuff, it's like they could sort of take a, a back, you know, take the the pedal off the metal and sort of take a step back and be like, well, we could just sort of let everyone else fill that out. So it, yeah, it's. It's sort of disappointing because I do love those smaller games, and and of course now I'm like I'm trying to rack my brain. They're like my favorite. Um, like another one, even like Dylan's Rolling West, like those kind of games. You know, like not. Oh, yeah. What was the the shop releases? The, the freaking submarine game. Um. Oh my goodness! You you know what I'm talking about though, right? Oh my goodness! Why can't I Steel Diver? That's it. Like weird games like that. I really. I mean, again, dude, I love Steel Diver, like, man. I guess um, Pilot Wings necessarily isn't a strictly uh, like a what you call it. I would a say like game. Advanced Wars. Well, yeah, that's know? like the obvious one, right? Yeah, yeah. But like Pilot Wings, we haven't seen a release since the DS game, right? And like I said, I know it. Strictly, obviously, Super Nintendo and 64. But, like, man, like, I would love a good old-fashioned Pilot Wings, you know? Mm-hmm. I really would. Dude, Because they're just so relaxing, VR you know? would be sweet, dude. Oh, yeah, the Labo kit, baby? Wouldn't that be great? But, it's but just, anyway, just the Pilot Wings in general. It always just awesome. had such good music, dude, and it's just enjoyable yeah. to fly around and do these dude, little it really tasks. is. I love... I mean, again, I've only played... Resort on 3DS. Dude, I bought so, that for like $4 off eBay, and it was like the best 4 bucks I've ever spent. Dude, it's such a great game. Um, and uh, like totally, that music of that game and the look and feel, that is amazing. That is like one of the most strongest nostalgic games I can think of. Um, playing that like all day when I first got my 3DS, just flying around, that feeling of seeing 
the wind blow into your face like the 3D, like the gut. Dude, what a great, great. And yeah, it was super relaxing. It's just, oh, yeah, it's like. I love that game. Oh, and on the Switch would be great, you know? Mm. Yeah. Come on, Nintendo. <laughs> I know. What are you waiting yeah, for? Yeah, it would be good. Um, all right, there's one more question on here. Uh, he said, uh, an idea for features like be a like a Nintendo Top Five, which we've done a few of those. Uh, but he would love to hear our, our top five chickens featured in games on Nintendo systems. Oh man! No. Well, I see, I'm going to go ahead with said, my number one. For example, one. is this one we're fielding right now? Yep. So my number one, we all know what my number one is, and that would be Chicken from Chicken Wiggle. Duh. And that's a no-duh type thing. Now, we also have Bomb Chicken. You've got Ultimate a, Chicken Horse. Okay, I don't... Yeah, I've never... I don't know, I just Googled chicken? Nintendo Chicken, and you've got... Uh, and then, of course, the the the, the chicken, Kaku. Chicken Range. Or the Kuko. <laughs> um, there are a lot of chicken-based uh, Switch games here, dude. Are there? Well, like, a, it, Chicken Range for the Nintendo Switch, which also looks like it might have got... Yeah, it's got a physical release... No. Good Jeebus. Uh, um, then you've got, uh, yeah, Bomb Chicken. You've got Ultimate Chicken Horse. You've got Chicken Wiggle on the way. Like you said, you've got uh, Legend of Zelda, you know, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I'd say, yeah. <laughs> so you got so. five chicken games right then there on the Switch. What's Chicken Shoot? Oh, that's a, that's a Wii game. That's a, oh, no. That's an old. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> but it's on any Nintendo system. No, I know. I'm just... Uh, Trying to think of some old chickens. I can't think of any. But for sure. We need more preparation for a top five of this caliber. We do. We do. So anyway. We'll keep that in mind. Thank you so much, John. (laughs) We'll we'll do some top fives. And please send us more emails. Um, Like our other friend that sent us this email, Joe. Yes. And he says, hey, guys, love the show. Really enjoyed the first History's Mysteries. Keep up the good work. Uh, He was the... Winner, he suggested that their topic, mm-hmm. and uh, now we're going to make it a staple. And uh, that's that's right, a returning staple. Yep, we're already working on our next one. Yep, and he says now on to the question. Thanos has acquired all of the Infinity Gems and is planning on eradicating half of Nintendo's core franchises. He leaves it up to you to decide which will remain. <laughs> she said, and Wario which is, has acquired dust. <laughs> uh, those are eliminated. We'll have no sequels, and all past games will be gone. From the following oh, list, no. which franchises are staying and which are not? Um, what a brutal, what a purely evil yeah. thing. <laughs> From Joe, P- aka Pure Evil on Twitter. Um, it's funny because when I, I read this, I did not see that the past games would be eradicated. So that this is yeah, tough. me neither. Yeah, because I was like, okay, okay, no future ones. Like that makes it easier. But um, we've got ten here, right? So that means we got to eliminate yep. five. I'm gonna read so, off for everyone. Okay. Yeah, Mario, Zelda, Pokemon, Xenoblade, Splatoon, Metroid, Fire Emblem, Kirby, Yoshi, and good old Donkey Kong. Okay, okay, I think I have a pretty good. You know, I've got a couple it, I can know. eliminate right off the bat. Okay, one of them being Kirby. Yeah, I think Kirby's dead. Kirby's dead. So I'm gonna put. Um, that's Yoshi, but that's okay. Oh, whoops, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, Kirby, and then actually, I would say Yoshi. Like out of all the franchises, Yoshi can go. I mean, let's let's just you know. See, I, I'm not ready to cut Yoshi yet. Oh come on, 
All okay, right. let's think all of right. ones that well, will stay. Like, uh, let's think about all the Yoshi games. Mario that, and Zelda are staying. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're staying. Those, those are those are yeah. You can't get rid of those because that's yeah. those are everything. Um, even and yeah. I'd say personally, I'm putting Donkey Kong Donkey in that Kong. category. Dude, too. Donkey Kong's not going anywhere. Right. I'm sorry. So we've got three yeah. games. If you're gonna take Donkey Kong, and we've got two games eliminated. Wait a second. Wait a second. Can we get away on a technicality here? Because Mario comes from the technic from no Donkey no Kong. technicalities. Why not? Because Mario and Donkey Dude, Kong are two thing. very different series. How can they be very different series when they're in the, when they came from the same series? Get out of here, Jimmy. Because then uh, Yoshi came from Mario as well. Yeah, I know, but we can, we can get that, and that's not technicality. That's just <laughs> we end up we didn't eliminate game any there. games. <laughs> uh, okay, so okay, fine. I think so this is where we're going to start differentiating. Yeah, unless it were I would say are we making it because okay. All right. Okay, let's just be honest here, okay? Let's just be honest. Sp- Xenoblade. See? Okay, I no, listen. I know it's an incredible game. But, like, out of the history of everything. I'm keeping Xenoblade, dude. Dude, there's no way. Like, you keep that over Pokemon? All right, well, hold on. I'm going to start making... I'm making different lists here. No, because no, this no, is no, where no. We're, no. Dif- we're not making different lists. We're We're... We're gonna, oh well, then we're, we're gonna never gonna land. agree. <laughs> yeah, we are. Well, we're gonna Splatoon's agree. easily gone. Okay, sure. I'll say that that's gone if Xenoblade's gone. But I'm not ready to throw Xenoblade out, man. Dude, there's no way Xenoblade is over Metroid, Fire Emblem, or Pokemon. I'm sorry. I mean, I guess in there's no the, way. The terms of everything, it, sh- it for me it would be. Yeah, but I'm talking about yeah, but really, like, like. Really? Like the whole I like of Xenoblade better Metroid than Metroid easily. Okay, this isn't I like this better than that. I, w- I mean the, I like Xenoblade better than Fire Emblem. That's not true. <laughs> but like <laughs> you do own all the games. <laughs> I like it. I probably like it better than Pokemon. I don't know. But like I wouldn't get but we're I mean, talking about like I mean we have to make sacrifices, Case. I guess Pokemon's gotta stay, right? Yeah. As much as we probably don't want it to. Yeah. Man, is that right? So we have to pick from Xenoblade, Metroid, or Fire Emblem? Is that right? Yeah. So those th- oh, right? Man. Yeah. I mean, like I you mean, said, I guess... We could throw Fire Emblem away, right? <sighs> I mean, fi- I know. Dude, I love Fire Emblem. Honestly, well, I have... Right now, I have uh, Fire Emblem fatigue, man. It's like... I've n- I know, me too. I've never been lower on Fire Emblem than I am uh, in my... Like, than now, you know? Yeah. I mean, I still like it, now, don't get me wrong, but like... But I'm yeah. trying to think, I mean, in the grand picture, right? The big old grand picture. Like you said, in the grand picture, I guess Xenoblade would be off it, right? But, like, yeah. which one, like, in terms of being more relevant now, Xenoblade is more than Metroid. But I guess with Prime 4 coming out, like, that'll... Prime 4, and they just released two Metroid games, like, last... I mean, I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But, like... I guess you would probably, yeah, I mean, I guess in the grand scheme of things, right, you're probably going to go between Metroid and Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem, yeah. And I would, okay, because we have Advanced Wars, I would say we should get rid of Fire Emblem. Now, that means I love Fire Emblem, and I love the games that I've played, but we have Advanced Wars. I th- so I almost, but it's it is interesting to think if if Fire Emblem or Metroid, what is more... What is more relevant? 
I feel like, because you always, like, Metroid, everyone loves Metroid, right? But, like, at the end of the day, Fire Emblem outsells Metroid every single time. And that's what we're going off of? Like, I mean, what sells best? I mean, we're not going off personal favorites, right? I mean, that's not what we're dictating? Well, because... No, I think we're going off series importance, you know? So I would probably so say Fire is, Emblem you know. is... Like, right now, Fire Emblem is more important than Metroid. Now, of course, mm-hmm. Metroid has the the legacy, right? But then again, yeah. so does Fire Emblem. Especially in Japan, you know? It's been around forever. Hmm. I'd put Fire Emblem over Metroid. Hmm. You don't see a Metroid <sighs> mobile game... I know, I know. I know, but like I'm just thinking of Metroid Prime. <laughs> yeah, but like even like it's so good. But like Metroid Prime Fire Emblem right? is so good too though. Like I love Fire Emblem. And like but like even if you look at Metroid Prime like uh let's see. Metroid Prime on GameCube sold 2.82 million. I, I'm really not I'm more of concerned of like the impact on our culture on video game and Nintendo fandom. You know, that that's what I'm thinking of. I'm not really thinking of the numbers. You know? Like honestly, I'm not. Like I know I know that Fire Emblem has sold way more than Metroid. I know, but I like you know. but like wouldn't that be somewhat of an indication like that the demand is more yeah. now, you know? Yeah, it would be. It would be. It would be. Uh, it would be. Let's see. Um since I don't have. I can't pick, and and you're good on Fire Emblem. I will go with Fire Emblem. People are gonna write in. We hate you. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But here's the thing. Just because we pick Fire Emblem, these top five, these five games out of ten games, doesn't mean we don't love the other games. I hate them all. Besides Kirby. Well, well yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know. It's just <laughs> I'm trying. I guess like you could think of like man, Metroid spawned like a whole genre of game <laughs> well i know i know that's what i'm thinking like you said it's sort of tough because like what are we basing this off like like i, I said if we're basing this off like importance in the grand scheme of things you know like but then it also is like because for me it obviously like i would uh, i don't know i mean it's like it's kind of funny right Damn it's you, like joe well, it's kind of funny, right? Having Donkey Kong, it's almost like, should we get rid of Donkey Kong and put Metroid up there since we already have Mario? You know what I mean? Like, I love Donkey Kong, but like, if Mario, it's kind of, we're kind of thinking of the Donkey Kong Country yeah. series. But then like, but that would also encompass like the arcade, original arcade game, which like, uh huh. if again, if we're sort of basing it off relevance of importance, like mm-hmm. obviously that's mm-hmm. <laughs> unbelievably important. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine with our choices. Like I said, really, I mean, like, I think Yoshi, as much as, like, you love Yoshi, it's, like, really, like, outside of Super, and really, what's it, Super Mario Bros. Yoshi's Island. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if that's a Mario game, easy. Yeah. Yeah, that, then Yoshi's an easy cut. Kirby, yeah, whatever. Easy Splatoon, cut. like, yeah, it's great, but whatever. I love it, but, like, yeah. Xenoblade, like I said, like, it's great. Great, but yeah, I can see. I think it has a brighter future. But where, yeah, yeah, I think I think Metroid versus Fire Emblem is a really hard argument. Yeah, because yeah, Pokemon's <laughs> you know? a no-brainer. Zelda, Mario, no-brainer. So like you said, Donkey Kong, I feel like is yeah. pretty pretty no-brainer. Like you said, I guess you could yeah. technically switch maybe Metroid and Donkey Kong if you had yeah. to, but truly yeah. a but pure we'll evil question. 
Yep. You jerk. Love um, you. <laughs> yep. So we picked Mario, Zelda, DK, Pokemon, and Fire Emblem. There you go. And that means we got rid of Metroid, Xenoblade, Splatoon, Kirby, Yoshi. Never Wait, existed. What's Metroid? What are any of those things? What's a Kirby? Yeah. You mean that vacuum? Yeah. Bull. Anyway. But yes, thank you so right, much yeah. for writing in. We always appreciate some good listener mail. And guess what? We made it easier for you to write in because now... Yes, we did. Yay! Instead of Help. typing out that super long email, you can just type in tnp at nintendoworldreport.com to send us there you go. all that listener mail goodness. Can you believe it? Aren't you so happy? Thank you, our our director, John Rarden, helped me out with that. We got a new email, tnp at nintendoworldreport.com. So that's t- that stands for Talk Nintendo Podcast. And if you feel like writing it out, you still can. We will still get those yep. emails, but we, we yep. wanted to just make it easier for you. TNP, uh, you get a- another way. I was going to say that we have another way to get um, a hold of us as well. How's that, Perry? I think. I guess I don't really know how it works. Instagram. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say Twitter like Joe did. Oh. Um. Oh, <laughs> the, there we go. Yeah. I mean, obviously on Twitter, you can find us at Talk Nintendo Pod. That's Talk Nintendo P O D. Yep. That stands for pod. That's short for podcast. Yep. Um, yeah. And then uh, we're, we're going to try and get into this whole Instagram game, um, which is <laughs> unbelievable because I made the account and they instantly banned it or, or mm-hmm. froze it. And I had to take a picture of myself holding up the 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 handle, my name, which I put down as Talk Nintendo Podcast, and a number that they sent me with both of my hands on it. It, it was the weirdest thing of all time. And I'm like, that's how I wish I could see that picture. I'll, I can send it to you. Um, <laughs> okay. I was, like well, you could actually it. check the email. Uh, I was like, man, okay. I was like, this is so weird. Um, that is really and weird. And I was like, is this a spam or something? And then they're like, no. No, they do this apparently. So, um, <laughs> did they say that? Like, like did you did you reply? Like, is this like a spam? And they like literally said, no, no, <laughs> no. We this is real. This is a real thing. No, I went and googled it. I was like, let me go oh, to okay, Reddit. Gotcha. I was like, some this is freaking weird, man. But anyway, yeah. we're back at it. We don't have any pictures up now, but we'll have one up by by launch time. Uh, yeah, we yep. figured it, so, yeah, it could we will be have it. a fun way to sort of like. Well, I mean, of course, try and take some cool Nintendo picks, but also be like sort of update what we've been playing before we talk about on the show so you guys can yep. sort of get like a glimpse of like, oh, hey, like they're going to be talking about this this week. Like, cool, you know? Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see go. how it goes. I figured figured why not, right? Yeah, it's fun. But yes, uh, of course. Um, yeah, I guess we already said all the other things. Uh, That's right. You can check out, like I said, I've been trying to stream a little bit more on Nintendo World Port TV on YouTube, although I believe we're going to be making the switch over to Twitter, at uh, Twitter, Twitch, because Twitch is definitely a way better streaming platform. So. Um, oh, wow, yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, well, so, yeah, we got well, more updates on all that. All new platforms happening. Yeah, we got all platforms for, this for days. And then we also have, um, I am doing a lot more unboxings and stuff, like I said, over on YouTube. So check that out. Ooh-wee, heck yeah, man. Um, and WRTV. Yeah, and I'll have a review video. I think I'm doing a video review for Hell is Other Demons. But anyway, uh, I digress. We're rambling now at this point. So, once again, thank you everyone who wrote in for writing in. Uh, we encourage you always to do that. And we appreciate you guys and gals listening to us. And, uh, yeah, it's very great. Send us an email right now. TNP at NintendoWorldReport.com. All right, have a good week, everyone. Boots.
recording. Did you get that on there? Yep. Or like at least the. Okay. Sounds like I started a car, you know? Because it's really scary. Yeah. Gotcha. Boo. All right. This straws, dude. Now that's all I'm thinking about.